God damn, Gary. Some serious gourmet shit. What flavor is this? That's right, it's the all hell medium roast private blend. Check out the Geek Grind Coffee Nerdrotic page for our other options like the Decadent, Feathers of Liberty, Vanilla Infused Flavored Coffee. Or if you're looking for something darker, try the Dark Roast FNT Blend of the Fellowship. You know what? Just buy all three. GeekGrindCoffee.com. Use discount code Nerdrotic. Huzzah! I learned a long time ago that there's no sense getting all riled up every time a bunch of idiots give you a hard time. In the end, the universe tends to unfold as it should. Plus, I have a really large penis. That keeps me happy. Woke! Woke! It looks like Chuck's taking the skin boat to Tuna Town. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. My mind is a raging torrent. Flooded with rivulets of thought, cascading into a waterfall of creative alternatives. God darn it, Mr. Lamar. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. The following program is rated TV-M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. We love you. Oh, so enthusiastic. I'm very excited. Uh, the real BBC is back, bagging, boarding, and chatting. And guess what? Bags, boards, got some uh, comic books. Oh, look at this. A big game for Mark Millar. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff to talk about today. Um, oh, you've got bags and boards, too. That's good. Oh, As wow. He's got modern art. Look at it. Oh, <laughs> 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 ah, Yeah. Big game. Oh, stop. But what's That's the so other cute. one? What's the other one, though? Big game, too. Uh... Oh, Stanley, I thought... Oh, oh. Art Germ. 
I thought it was going to be Amelia Clark. Oh, I thought it was going to be Amelia. Got to get those art film covers, man. I thought it was going to be Amelia Clark's comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so disappointed. Well, I tried to pick up, tried to pick one up, but you know, sold out. I mean, yeah, everyone wanted their hands on that, so they did. They did. They sold out the one copy they printed. Dude, was it CBR Screen Rant? Put that in the top fifteen best comic books of the last ten years. No. Oh shit! Uh, your boy Zach no. did a video on it. I swear to God, we'll have to find that article. Oh god! C- CBR is just—it's um, a low cow site. It literally is a low cow site that uh, yeah just relies on hate clicks. It's like Kotaku now, Polygon just purely relies on hate clicks to try and get Ghana any any interaction whatsoever. But they've confessed to this stuff. They've they, all confessed to this stuff. Well, they have. Also, it, I think CBR is is actually um, a lot of the articles are AI created. They, well, they are because we were at a. I was at a panel with Chris Gore at Comic Con, and a guy co- came up and said, uh, "What do uh, former writers of websites do?" Because I just got laid off today from CBR, and a bunch of other people did. Uh, by the way, CBR used to bl- uh, follow me from the comic way back from the comic shop days. And uh, I'm blocked now. I'm blocked. I found it. I hope it's something I said. What? Number two. Yeah. It's a number two, all right. Amelia Clark created more women representation. Shut, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> tell, tell me you don't read comics by, <laughs> by putting an article showing that you don't read comics. Who's, uh, whose site? Is this CBR or is it Screen Yeah, Rant? CBR. It's, uh, <laughs> Let's see what number one is. Oh, okay. Oh, no. No, you mean, I mean, I like, it was all right. The comic was all right. I backed it. um, But Eric July's comic uh, absolutely destroyed it. I backed it as well. I never got number one. I got number two and number three is on its way, but I never got number one and they never sent. And that's Boom Studios. That's a a publisher. Wow. Written by actors. Okay. Oh, it's written by actors. Yeah, there's another one that's like, uh, I think it's in Bleeding Cool. I'll I'll find it someday. We'll go over it. I just got to look for the Your Boy Zach video. Comics Matter with Your Boy Zach uh, did a video on it. It was great. Uh, But what he was saying essentially is what I was saying since the uh, since I sold the shop was like, there's no seminal comic book runs anymore. We're just doing repeats. We're just doing... uh, we're doing uh, Secret Invasion. Over, I'm talking about the big two, as. Uh, we're doing... Uh, yeah, but that's what I've been saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've been, I've been saying, saying that phrase. Who's creating the next seminal run? N- they're not. No one. No one. No one. Uh, uh, probably Mark Millar right now. Yeah. I, I would say... I f- I'll just find established it. established Clark is. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> right. <laughs> Celebrity comic books always fade out. They always fade out. They just do. This is, this is the... Theories to buy, right? Everybody, anybody remember Tyrese Gibson's Mayhem? He opened it at my store. <laughs> <laughs> no, they don't. But I did get me get to meet Tyrese, and uh, I think he still follows me on Twitter. And I, I got his phone number. I should, we should call him online. You want to call him? No, I won't no? call him <laughs> uh, right now. And uh, I got to meet MC Hammer. That was that was totally worth it. It was all worth it to meet MC Hammer. Hammer time. Uh, so yeah, we've got a, actually a lot to talk about. the The strike has ended, and yes, I did steal a headline from the uh, Babylon Bee. Sue me, okay? Because <laughs> it was so good. Uh, writer strike is over. 
they are refreshed and ready to destroy more beloved franchises. <laughs> so that's over with. The actors will probably be not far behind. We have some Loki season two to talk about. We have some, mm. oh my God, Doctor Who to talk about. But it's not our top five. <laughs> it's not our top five. House yeah. of ha, Hot D. We got some Hot D to talk about. Hot and, hot and of course, Ahsoka D's nuts. We got, oh. which I had completely mm. forgotten about until Mahler's like, I can't believe you're not itching to talk to me about Thrawn, and I'm like, Oh, I completely forgot. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> your favoriteest character, I'd say, right? I've been no, waiting to throne. You know what? I've been way too busy thinking about a show that completed almost a month ago called One Piece, uh, that I've been working on. Passion. You know, what's, you know what's trending in the UK? Cheese. Uh, your mama. <laughs> wow. Have you seen it, right? <laughs> Have you seen my mum's eye? Oh. She poked herself in the eye with a fucking air freshener, <laughs> and now she looks like a zombie. Oh, no! Mum! Is she okay? Oh, is she okay? Is she, is the, she... Eyes, the eye's fine. She can see out of it fine. Did she go to the she, doctor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sore. She's got special... Things to go in. Is, you she, know. is she on a three-month waiting Dude, list? That is like the cheapest way to do makeup well, for a zombie movie ever. Right? They gave her prescriptions <laughs> for brains. <laughs> oh no! They gave her prescriptions for brains. <laughs> for brain, brain. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. But she sent me that. I nearly shot myself. I thought it was a promotional poster for The Walking Dead. Oh my god. Anyway, trending in the UK is BBC News anti-gay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Um, what? <laughs> can, can I tell you what's trending in Canada? What? Nazis. Of course. Parliament. Oh, that was trending yesterday here in the UK. Standing ovation. <laughs> you voted for him. You voted. You did. For him. He's so cute. He's so cute, He's handsome, me. and loves Nazis. He looks like a young, handsome Fidel Castro. <laughs> uh, we also have Russia with uh, a small R. Okay. Okay. Yeah, of course. <laughs> so I love how they tried to spin that. That's Russian propaganda. They're, they're standing up and applauding. A literal Nazi. <laughs> a literal. This guy fought in World War II against the Russians. Oh, no! Oh, no! No, Razor Fist put it best on, on Twitter. It, it, it was a, a master class in collectivism. Where yes. I am just going to get up and clap because I don't want to look bad. Uh, amongst uh, my, collective, my fellow collectivists to be called out. And it was... It was hilarious. I think that was that is that is the defining moment of Canadian government. Well done. I give you a standing ovation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think it was Zuby said a few days ago. He said, I, I don't know what I'm more sort of disappointed in is that people will happily make themselves look stupid purely to, to fit in. Yes. Oh God. That that goes back as far as time. It's just we have so many people that just want to be part of the the what is perceived as the in crowd or the cool crowd or it's collectivism. It's right side of history. It's it's the right side of history. It's the side Taylor Swift's on. Yeah, the, the 
the right side of history is currently applauding a Nazi in Canada. Yep. Yep. Uh, hi, Adam. <laughs> hi. <laughs> I think we're done already. I think we're done. Well, we're going to be demonetized for that for sure. Uh, Sorry. Canada's fault. Oh, yeah, destroy. I managed to destroy my chicken soup before the uh, show. Whoa, that is clean. <laughs> Did you lick the cup? Like, no. It Were just, you in there all? It's one of these. Um, it's one of these plastic containers where it doesn't stick on the. Well, side. as as I noticed, it was a plastic container. Thank you for describing that to me, though. Yeah, I'm going to uh, throw this I into the was, ocean. I thought it was made of and, crystal. And You're kill a, dog, kill a dolphin. Kill a dolphin. dolphin. Yeah. Oh, good. I can't wait. Fucking dolphins! Yeah. They're they're going to turn on us at any moment, anyway. So they do. More, they're, they're more intelligent than us. They are. So long and thanks for all the fish. I believe it. I believe it. So long. Then they're going to grape the everyone because that's what dolphins do. <laughs> wow! It's only natural. It's only natural. It's uh, only natural. Mauler, what's up, buddy? Oh, you know, it's just a week of editing Ahsoka EFAP things and lying about penis. That's what I've been doing. Ah, yeah. For those yeah. who have no context, that's a video game. Apparently, <laughs> you are the like master it. of lying about the pee. Um, well, I've, I beat it, but so does yes. Nettle. So the both of us are lying about pee successfully. But, uh, you know, yeah, it, just, it seems like Az just, you know, gave up. That's fine. Uh, you know, I'm not judging. I'm not judging. Uh, the pee not defeated Az. P defeated uh, I'm scared of the P. Waller's defeating the P. <laughs> when I heard it was a lie about P, I was just like, not again. Yeah, well. And, uh, <laughs> I don't care about the P at all. So Gary doesn't care oh. about the P. I think it's we got four different points of view here. It's yeah, we do. It's pee. not an echo chamber. Mm -hmm. Look at our diversity about P. Right? Mm -hmm. A circumcised, <laughs> uncircumcised. <laughs> Short shriveled to the left. Cut on cut. <laughs> cut. What? Dude, it's great. The game has all of those, all the different builds. You can have you can have any kind of P you want. Oh, oh right. that's good. Wow. Does your P have pronouns? Absolutely. And some of them, some of them are more powerful than others. Oh, that's uh, good. As you guys may be aware. Uh -oh. so I had a you really big long one. And uh <laughs> as I think I you were playing with an electrical one, was it? Yes. <laughs> Um, metal chose the uh, buzz, buzz. Metal chose the fast one, the death by a thousand cuts type. That took me a second to hit. Me I've now moved on to the fast one, by the way. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Thirty-eight seconds. Well, I've stuck it on a pole though. It's on brand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fast one on a pole. Yeah, that's I took my it off type the, of pee. the short handle. I took off the short handle and I put it. I put. Want to make sure you have a good grip. It's got a flaming tip. Yeah. Oh. Happens sometimes. Especially when you have boobs involved. Boobs. That would be gay. <laughs> Are your tits made of barbed wire or something? Yes. Hey, no. no judgment here. <laughs> you know, all shapes and sizes, bro. Yeah, well, yeah sure. I know! <laughs> That was beautiful. That was gorgeous. You should create a disc and sell it. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Karaoke with a silver back. <clears throat> go hot or go home. So I know. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> what were we supposed to talk about again? Oh. Uh, stuff. Fucking I don't know. Stuff and things. Stuff and things. Well, stuff and things. <laughs> you know, I know, I know we're a bit desperate because we've got nothing to talk about. Except we have a lot to talk about. Uh, I think we should start with Ahsoka since Mahler wants to talk about it so much. Lies, lies, <laughs> lies of P. That's a lies of P. Um, I barely can remember the last episode. To be honest with you, I watched it uh, once. It was uh, it was dog shit. The show is dog shit. It's everything mm. wrong with Disney Star Wars. Like I've said before, nothing has changed my mind. We go through the same fucking pattern every time with a Disney Star Wars show and a Marvel show. You could say the same thing. First couple episodes, everybody's out. Yay! The seal clappers are out. Uh, and then time passes. Maybe we get a key jangling episode that makes everybody go nuts. And then nobody talks about it after that because we find out that key jangling episode was meaningless. Everything they set up was meaningless. And it's just product to get you to the next content of product. Is that, is that a pretty good description of what D-plus garbage is and will yeah. be till the end of time? Um, uh, I figured episode six will have nothing happening in it because the way these are structured, right? We, we talk about it in one of our latest coverage of it, but, uh, but Boba Fett was kind of the same, even though it was crushed down to, was that seven episodes or six? It was seven, right? Five, six? Okay, uh, six, I think. Okay, yeah. It was like an awkward number it because felt they... felt endless. <laughs> there was two episodes in there that weren't even Boba oh, Boba Fett. Right. That's a good question. Well, so I, I, I think I'll it was it seven. Um, but Mando season three is probably the better model where you have, like, episode one and two resets the storyline and then three, four, five is just a waste of nonsense, bullshit, and six. And then seven eight is like the two parter ending where something happens, like you know, just casually taking back Mandalore for all of the Mandalorians. We'll just do that in the last two episodes. Why not? Remember, they were like, turns out it's not toxic. Oh, great! <laughs> like all the Mandalorians, like that's wonderful. Let's yeah. go back there, I guess. Chat. Uh, it was seven. Seven. Oh. Yeah. Well, in any case, uh, nothing was ever going to happen in Ahsoka episode six. And I know that it's, it's hyperbole, right? Like a lot of people are like, what do you mean? We have Thrawn? We have blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, no, no. What they achieved could have been done in like five minutes. And yes. they stretched it out to 40. It's actually absurd. Um, some of the people forget, and you guys would know this obviously from watching Doctor Who is one of the better examples, especially with the stronger episodes. But I've been rewatching Farscape. It applies to that. Uh, yes. You know, Buffy, Angel also shows. Yes. Each episode could be a movie. Eat? With how they um, condense the stories, bro. So well yes, dude. I just I we just finished season three. Uh, Bad girl consequences. What's yep, the one yep. where she can hear thoughts? Um, earshot. Earshot. Holy shit! Those are three. Like it ramps up after. Yeah, season when, three is really good. <laughs> when when Faith ki kills the the mayor's assistant, it mm. turns into a different show. It mm -hmm. does. And my, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm going on a Buffy tangent. Just put okay. up with me for a minute. I, I am okay with as you an doing older that. <laughs> person now, watching watching it for the first time in a long time. I freaking love Cordelia. She's like one yes. of my favorite characters. When she get when when you get in her thoughts, when when Buffy can hear everything, everybody you know Xander's always thinking about sex and Will is insecure and uh, Oz is like always pontificating about philosophy, and then Cordelia just thinks what she says. She's like, "I'm bored. I want to leave." And then she goes, "I'm bored. I want to leave." 
That yeah, was, I fucking love that. I fucking it loved it. It's just everything, uh, all her inner thoughts, she spoke. <laughs> the line that sums her up the best, as far as I'm concerned, is uh, when Buffy's in the hospital. I think it's is it season two of Kinderstart, the monster that eats children or whatever. Yep. Um, yes. Cordelia's at the hospital, and she's asked, she says something insensitive to Buffy, and someone points that out. Uh, I think, yeah, Giles says something like, uh, it would be better if you spoke with some more tact. And then she said, tact is just not saying true stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's so blunt. It's like. so blunt, and that's why I like her now because she's the most honest of all of them. So, uh, where uh, was I though? But no, you're right. There is. We're watching. I'm watching One Piece. I'm watching Buffy. I'm watching another movie that we're. I won't talk about yet, but it's really good. Um, and going back and watching these shows, uh, they're episodic. Even One Piece is somewhat episodic, and you get more characterization and more plot and more world building in 10 minutes of any of those shows than you do in an entire season of Ahsoka. It's it's amateur hour. Like, the writing is god-awful. So if you think Filoni is your savior, well, hmm. I don't know what to tell you at that point. It, it's, uh. But I think the, the frustrating thing, and this is probably why, you know, I'm going to cover all the Disney Star Wars, but I'm just not going to care. I just don't care because um, the dwindling fan base can fight over this all you want when this series is over i promise you they'll probably bring out a couple of dangling keys but they're just they're just leading you into next series nothing of significance will happen it can't happen unless you're going and they're not going to erase any disney trilogy they're going to cement the disney cement trilogy it, yeah. uh they, i'm not sure what the theories were about like the will between worlds will be used to wreck up it's like they didn't do shit all with the will between worlds in this one no no this um this show is is literally the epitome of of I'd say chess pieces, but I think that's uh, that'd be way too complicated. Uh, checkers pieces into place for the next show, which is going to move another checker piece into place, which is then going to go into the movie. All this is leading into the film, so nothing of consequence is going to happen at all. Nothing of consequence will happen in the next uh, show. Nothing of consequence will happen until it all leads into their expanded universe, extended universe, whatever they're calling it. But essentially, it's the same uh, Marvel model for Star Wars now. And it's not working for Marvel, and it's not working for Star Wars. Because they're setting it up for a film, which is years down the line, and nobody cares about. Nobody's watching Ahsoka. You know, they can put out all the figures that they want. The figures add up to nobody's watching the show. Yep. And and we've already seen Collider and, and other other shill media, let's just call them what they are, have turned on Marvel and they've turned on Star Wars. How about that IGN tweet? Oh, savage. Well, I mean, for IGN, that's as savage as you're going to get. I know. I, I wanted and that and that collider thing I put up yesterday. I wanted to say like I'm not writing for Collider. That's not this is not me because I have been on the hate jar, jar jar train for a very long time. But now that like Collider's calling them out, yeah, the shills are turning. You're right, as uh, and and the forces female and the MCU are the same thing. I'm sure, yes. most of you know that, but they're the same damn thing. It's intersectional feminism. Ahsoka is intersectional feminism. The show. I can't wait for it to wrap up so I can do my next review on it and uh, point out, like, 
Exactly, because now we have something to contrast it to. So I can point out exactly why it's fucking bad. Uh, it's still my opinion, but I can point out, like, if you have a character-driven show, when when As asked us to to describe the show, and, and he rightly put it, so some people are looking for Thrawn, that would be fine if we had characters we knew yeah. about and we gave a shit about, because what what's what's One Piece? A guy wants to be a pirate king, and he's looking for the Grand Line. And he's bringing some friends along and he wants them to achieve their dreams. But like, that's pretty simple, but we have complex characters, you know, and not like fucking David, you know, Lynch complexity. Uh, we're just talking about like actual, you know, it looks like we're dealing with humans instead of Disney bots. You know, there's a reason Hollywood fears AI because they can be AI can be more human than the writers they currently have right now. So it's a <laughs> legitimate fear. It's like dimensions, uh, you know, you have just character wants a thing. It's like, that's one dimension, but they actually, you know, that gets uh, circumvented by their desire to look after a person or something like, oh, that's an extra dimension. Also, they have a weakness for, you know, whatever things like, oh, that's an extra dimension. Then it's like, finally, those things all conflict when they're dealing mm. with this particular circumstance. It's like, cool, cool, cool. Um, Balin was like the closest thing they had in the show to yes. someone who was veering on interesting to me. And then, um, I don't know how you guys felt, but I feel like they kind of fucked that up in the newest episode. Yes, um, his yes, dialogue was appalling was in the terrible. new episode. It was terrible. And, and, it, was so, and it was so annoying like, because he delivers it okay. He delivers he yeah. delivers the dialogue fine because he's a good actor, was Ray Stevenson. But the actually what he says it is was nothing. just wishy-washy nothing. Yeah, it's just wishy-washy nonsense. So we're, we're, we are six episodes in. We know nothing about this. He's a former Jedi who's uh, disillusioned with what happened after Order 66. And mm. we I figured that out in the first episode. And we have not figured out anything new other than, hey, kind of misses the idea. He kind of misses it. I kind of miss it, it maybe. I like the idea of it more than I like the actual application of it. But I still got a code. But I'm kind of pretending that I don't have a code. But I have adhered to my code all along. And they had that about Luke Skywalker? Does he have opinions about that man? Hello? No, like, no not really. It's absolutely no, that's done. the problem, Mola. In, an, in a universe where Luke Skywalker is probably the most important person that exists right now, nobody cares no, or is. talks or anything about Luke Skywalker that would have a connection and nobody on the sh fucking planet has a bigger universe, has a bigger connection to Luke Skywalker right now, than Ahsoka. Right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, maybe he comes up and goes, hey, there's this really powerful Jedi who managed to bring Darth Vader back from the yes. brink before his death. Maybe we should call him and ask him some advice. You know, What's the, there's so many questions to ask Balin. It's like, Balin, do you think that like it was a the Jedi that destroyed the Empire? What did you think of the Empire in total? Or do because of the fact that it was Vader technically that made that final decision? Do you think that was a good thing or a bad thing? What do you think about Luke trying to restart the Jedi Order? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Like, we haven't we haven't done anything with him. Uh, even the no. scenes that are, <laughs> there was. A, do you remember the first scene where he and um, his apprentice are alone? They're on like some mountaintop place. The camera hmm. cycles around them for like 40 seconds I before know, they speak. Yes. I was like, seriously, it's guys, like, you God cannot waste this kind of time. Say something. I'm I'm screaming at the screen. I finally started just hitting the 10 second fast thing and you don't miss yeah. much. 
you you really don't miss any dialogue. You go boop, and then it gets to their dialogue, and it's a full. You know, it's supposed to be a beat, maybe two beats, not like five beats. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And like, dude, you know, I I I went to a fucking four month film school that kind of crams four years into four months, and I know that shit. Oh, absolutely. The pacing is fucked. And well, the show is an exercise in wasting time. Yeah. It was so easy to have this idea of a character that was like, yeah, fuck the Jedi, I hate them, blah, blah, blah. And then you go, oh, so you're a Sith? And he's like, fuck the Sith, I hate them too. And you're like, ooh, finally a live action boy who isn't Jedi or Sith, but also has a lightsaber and uses the Force. That's slightly interesting. But then yeah. is set upon Ezra for no real reason? No, he's just sort of opportunistic. This is the thing. We were close to making him layered, and then he became boring. Um, yes. He was like, this whole gives uh, Sabine his word thing, I thought that was going to have really big conflict with all the other bad guys, because he was like, nah, she, uh, I recognize what she just gave up, and yes. you know, we we benefited from it, and so now she's she's under my protection, you can't harm her. Like, that thing would have been really interesting if, um, you know, Thrawn slash anyone else had actually tried to take her out, and he had to stop them. Um, I can't remember if it was on Open but Bar. But Thrawn or... immediately said, hey, Sabine! How you doing? Long time no see. Off you go. Here's some provisions and all your weapons. And your lightsaber. Now meet up with Ezra and you can become twice as powerful as you would separated as we have you right now. As don't you see his 40 chests? He's going to use her to flush out Ezra and then flush those two out with the mercenaries and then everyone dies and he wins because he hates everybody. I'm so glad great. you used that analogy because it's actually 1D chess because it's <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's really stupid. He should have just killed Sabine, found the crab yes. people with his fucking Star Destroyer, blown and them off the planet. Nuked the fucking lot of them. Right? And then, yeah, uh, kill the mercenaries if you want to, I guess. I don't know. That, that, that part, I don't really get because um yeah the implication was that balin secured her release and then they just even uh his apprentice is like wait i thought you gave your word and then he's like they're doing the mustache thing of like yeah <laughs> well yeah. She, she will indeed reach ezra <laughs> but after that i wonder if she will remain alive <laughs> it's, it's, it's the stupidest plan i've i've even erroneous show is own we we say this multiple times the show is only as clever as the writing. Yep. And the writing is is fifth grade nonsense. Oh, and it's, uh... it's, it's as if a child would write it. it. There's no actual complexity. There's nothing that's been thought out. Who was the person in, in the writer's room that said, Dave, this plan is really stupid. Uh... And, you're, and you're dealing with characters who are meant to be... The Very height smart. of intelligence, the height of, of you know, force-using powers and ability. Apart from Sabine, of course, who for some reason is is there because fucking vagina. <laughs> yes. um, but these are meant to be the smartest people that we've got. We, we had actually a, a very, very good uh, breakdown of negotiation skills with Balin and Sabine. Now, looking back, Sabine is so stupid, you kind of you kind of like, uh, well, she's dumb. But it showed the negotiation skills of a Jedi, and that's what they were used for, uh, to defuse situations, to put in trade agreements, to 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 put uh nations uh differences aside. And then we just have the most comical thrawn who's been stuck in a fucking Burger King for 10 years doing the stupidest 
basic moustache twirling, I'm going to kill everybody. But before I do, I'm going to make sure that they're all in the same place at the same time. Why does he care about Balin and Shim? They are hired guns. Pay them and dispatch them. Thank you for your service. See you later. Kill Sabine. Let's go over. All the information that, that Thrawn gave to Sabine led her to a, sh to a shell creature who lived with Ezra. Wow, that That's was mightily coincidental. So why so didn't true. Thrawn right. just use that information, take his big fucking Star Destroyer, and wipe him out? It's worse than that, as you fool. When you're paying attention, her little tracky thing broke. The thing yes. that Thrawn gave yes. her. So yes. then she had to walk <laughs> off randomly. Then the doggo comes back and it gets hungry and tries to eat a rock. And it turns out that rock is best friends with Ezra. It's so much stupider. Seriously? <laughs> yeah. I thought the dog had smelt the scent, and that's why, guys. It's a lot simpler than that. This is 10 out of 10 Star Wars. You do not understand. Yeah, well, you I got know. told. I don't, you got told, Gary. I did get told. I did get told. You, you, it's not, you're too thick to understand. We get it, Gary. You don't, you're not clever enough to understand what's going on. I'm not it. clever enough to get that uh, Sabine <laughs> randomly ran across a rock that turned out to be a snail creature that turned out to be the best friend of Ezra that turned out to be just like a hundred yards away randomly on yeah. a giant planet that's on a planet he's on Thrawn's doorstep I am obviously retarded in a window licker oh wait I that's the people that who wrote this show I'm sorry <laughs> Jesus um you know, oh, he can't. He can't save you now, Garrett. Uh, no, he can't no. save you now. He, uh, well, and neither can uh, Lucasfilm Jesus Dave Filoni uh, save Star yeah. Wars. So, uh, good it's God, on tonight, and I, I, I know we have to watch it for FNT. I get that, uh -huh. <laughs> but I, there is not a fiber in my body that gives a fuck. Oh, I no, I'm sorry, Star Wars fandom, but the ones who are left are just like, he didn't beat me hard today. He still loves me. He he used he open hand. Yeah, he didn't he didn't use his fist. <laughs> it, was, he it was an me. open palm strike. He vadered me. <laughs> he was red. It was red. Red. It was red. Oh, he vaded. Oh. I yeah. The chat says I only have uh, one uh, black. Uh, uh, the chat says, yeah. I only have one black eye. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> God. Working. He only broke one arm. I've st I can still use I my other I still have another arm. <laughs> oh, my God. But it's not. It's just not even fun. It's not a fun show. It's not an interesting show. There's nothing. There's nothing there to to engage me or, or to, to make me interested. None of the characters are interested. Uh, you know, Balin is by far the best that they've got. Because, but that's really because of the way that Ray Stevenson delivers his line. Dude, that's just his fucking scream presence. Okay, yes, yeah. that's it. That's all. We respect him, and it's his screen presence. But he has no lines. He has no character. His little Chihuahua is going to turn on him at some point, or she'll yeah. be fine. Mm -hmm. uh, he'll get killed she's, by the she's showing signs. The I swear to God, if if they have her stab him in the back, the whole she universe is. will sigh. I am. I am. That's what I said. I think on FNT, didn't I? I said she's going to end up 
he's going to be giving some monologue to Sabine, and then she's going to stab him in the back yeah. and then go, force is female. And, and even Thrawn, Thrawn is answering to women. You notice that. He's like, basically, he's supposedly in charge, but he's using the power of the women, so... Yeah, yeah uh, the witches, witches are so cringe. Which is, uh, yeah, the, the witches of the Lucasfilm writing room. Yes, <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy and crew. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy and crew, basically, which are a ripoff of the Bene Gesserits and the Sisterhood of Karn, fucking, uh, yeah, which might be a ripoff of the Bene Gesserits, too. So, but really looks like the Sisterhood of Karn. does, to me. Yeah, because he's, because uh, Thrawn's just like, I need more of your black magic. Uh, I, Which is keeping the stormtroopers alive, probably. Yep. And and the thing about Thrawn is he's a, a master. He's a master at strategery, as uh, George Bush used to say. Uh, <laughs> and the- <laughs> strategery. Strategery. Speaking wow. of your own language, it's fine. Yeah. You got it. some. You got some problems with the guy in the top spot. In your country. Oh, we have a lot. We all do. Don't worry. We about all it. do. <laughs> we all do. I brought back an oldie but a goodie in my last video putting Clinton in there. Depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. <laughs> Good God. Uh yeah, so Thrawn is is still being kind of cucked and well, they're from the books. I'm talking about watching this show objectively which is very hard and and in isolation i don't know who anybody is and and if i hadn't watched rebels or clone wars i wouldn't know fucking any i'd be like what am i watching yes what uh, why do i care that's pretty I agree. much me I, that's you yeah, yeah. I so i watched uh, season one and two i think of clone wars back in the day but uh-huh so i'm completely lost on who everyone is and Probably apparently the, you didn't, the you worst didn't need you didn't need to watch Clone Wars and Rebels, according to Dave Filoni. But in retrospect, I think that there is, that how could, who the fuck, like, Why? oh my god, Ezra! Thank God, it's like who the fuck who? is Ezra? Maybe one hundred percent have to at very at the very least watch all of Rebels. Yeah, maybe that but, was, uh, but probably all of of Clone Wars as well to get the character of Ahsoka and her relationship with Anakin. Maybe that was an inner monologue. Like he doesn't need well, to watch it, but everybody it's not else good does. As a sales tactic, is it? It's like you shouldn't really watch my show unless you've seen twelve seasons of this other stuff. It's like, hmm. Mm. I'm pretty sure. Am I underballing that? How many is it? Clone Wars plus Rebels is like seven. Uh, Eleven. It's oh, okay. four seasons of uh, Rebels and seven seasons of uh, Clone Wars. Ouch. And season seven of Clone Wars is starts off okay. Garbage ends really strongly but it ends incorrectly and rebels ends incorrectly as well because rebels should have ended with with vader killing ahsoka that's how it should have gone down i've heard yeah. that from a lot of people yeah but it ended up being the world between worlds yep. ezra, ezra yanking ezra. out yeah, yeah yeah ezra yanks yanks ahsoka Which out sounds that's horrendous that's because it is that's because it is that's because it is the only character that I, well ezra does get better in in rebels as it goes along for sure he's very annoying to start with but then he he, he gets a lot better but the one character that probably had the the best development which was kanan <laughs> was kanan gets, yeah gets killed gets killed <laughs> sacrifices himself to save hera who's now just an obnoxious 
And, See you next Tuesday. And he's voiced by uh, Mr. Sarah Michelle Geller. So yes, Mr. Dubro. We I think th this is how sad it is when you are when you've you ratio somebody so badly on social media, like pretty much we all did with him. Yeah, that you feel that you are punching down to the Hollywood actor. I mean, well, and it's like oosh. We kind of are. We kind of are. Let's let's think about this because they need other people to write their words for them. So, and we don't. Well, Freddie Prince writes words for, for wrestlers to say on WWE. He does not, uh, does he? He does. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, is that he why it's part sucks? of the? He was part of the WWE writers' room for a, for wow. a, for a few years. Bro, was that before? Bro. Like the acting stuff. Uh, after this is this is uh the, within the last uh 10 years well consi oh, okay. considering um, the the great shakespearean dialogue that we get from the wwe i'm not <laughs> it all makes sense <laughs> it all makes sense and then Vin but the thing is though they have these writers rooms then vince turns up and just throws all the scripts out and rewrites it as the show's going on that's what that was. I think, I think more. Became, I think it becomes even funnier. I think more head writers should do that. We we could talk about um, it's Buffy. Mm, we're in I... the we're in the Buffy zone now. Um, so we could talk a. I mean, as it relates to the strike, I can't. Let me just say I'm speculating. All right, let's just pretend I'm speculating and that I didn't oh. hear this. That I didn't hear this. <laughs> so, the writers' rooms. They're, they're mandating more people in the wider writer's rooms, but what, what the WGA hasn't been telling you is, like, most of the companies have been kind of doing this anyway, and they've been mandating who can be in the writer's room. So I did sp I spoke to a writer, a, a showrunner of a show, and th that writer was pitching another show and wanted to bring on the person they had written a bunch of other stuff with that they were super comfortable with, and the company went, nope, nope. Here is six BIPOC people that you get to choose from to write your show that you don't know, that had no experience. So that's happening, but to these writers' rooms, up to 40% of them are being filled with these inexperienced writers, and what's happening is the, the experienced writers are, and they end up having to do all the work. They end up having to rewrite everything, shit can all the notes from these uh uh people who just didn't earn their place yet you know but feloni not... is an experienced writer and he's appalling and he's appalling, show is appalling. Yeah. well i mean I, like he's been at lucasfilm forever mm -hmm. has he done mm -hmm. anything 20, outside 20 of years? outside of lucasfilm in the last 10 years has he done anything not, um, not. I mean, he might have done, but nothing so I'm aware he, of. He's in a culture of crap right now. Like, Lucasfilm needs to just be ended at this point. It needs to be ended. Like, gutted. Something. Because uh, it, it, it appears that the people who are hanging on uh, really relied on just doing whatever George told them to do. When they go out and do their own thing, they're, they're really not good. Uh, I don't think I'm going out on a limb by saying this. There's far more bad Star Wars than good Star Wars now. Like sure. it's it's been it's been watered down, diluted. It is nothing at this point. It is a crappy. Uh, it's a crappy. Uh, it, uh, it used to be an intellectual property for cinema, and now it is just a category on a shitty streaming service. Mm, that was in your last stream. That was a good video, by the way, yesterday. Cheers.
And, I didn't watch. But thanks for not watching. I watched yours about DSP. I don't even know. Of course, I had to watch it. How would I have known that line wasn't in your fucking film? Because I, just, I told you about it after yeah, I watched yeah, it. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I also Fair. saw your DSP video. I was like, here comes the reaction. Oh, oh. Uh, you subverted our expectations, as I was a little disappointed. You subverted my I actually downvoted yeah. after that. I wanted to. I wanted to. I actually got a lot of. I'm just kidding. I, mean, I, I like I, it. I got a lot of people actually messaged me going, that was, that was a great video. And that ending was just. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. Did he really react to your video? Yes. Okay. Yes, he reacted to the to the rant. Yeah. Apparently, he said, "Because uh, it's DSP, I ain't gonna. I don't give a shit." Apparently, he said, uh, "Oh, he just did it for um, for uh, for clout and uh, attention." You know, it's, it seems that the grif <laughs> the grifters and the clout chasers will often accuse people of doing what they're doing. Yes, I agree. Yes, it's you know, I love it when people who don't have any clue about your content tell you what you're about yeah as a person i mean a, a a liar a consistent liar will always assume everybody else is lying because they're judging everybody by their own standards by their own standards correct correct i love stuff like that i remember when uh, i put out my snyder cut video people were like look at this fucking marvel fanboy and i was like <laughs> <laughs> totally oh <laughs> So you watch the other videos then, okay? Okay. Oh. Remember, we, we live in binary times. Ironically, All right? Ironically, we do live in very binary times: red, blue, black, white. Uh, yes, no. Uh, what? Do you say red because? Oh my God, it's red. It's red. It's red. It's red. Evader. <laughs> Vader's got the red lightsaber. Yeah, I. Had, she's got the peroxide poisoning. Oh boy. So uh, yeah, we get a new episode tonight. Uh, oh, penultimate. Oh, penultimate Not episode. Hashtag. Say he's gonna say things and then walk around with his seahorse posture and. His gut. It's all of it. It's all of it. It's all of it, yeah. He doesn't look like the lean, mean, uh, strategery machine that he is in the, <laughs> in the books. Machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Uh, yeah, can't, I can't really wait to... God dang it, I, I wanted to do something fun tonight, too. I forgot that's coming on tonight. Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow. I'm, I, do you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to go to store. I'm going to go to my store sometime this week. And I'm I'm bringing back my Batman boxes, my Batman and Detective comic boxes. You're gonna bag and board and I, them? Well, they already are bagged and board. I just wanna I just wanna read good comics. Yeah, yeah, that's that's been uh, big games, really good. Um, I haven't read three yet, uh, but because I just got it yesterday, and I got the last. By the way, Mark, if you're out there, bought the last one off the shelf. It's sold out now at my local comic shop. I bought the last copy. Is voted no. uh, comic of the uh, week as well. Yes, as it should be, because the I game, yeah. again, uh, my comic, my local comic shop is Heroes and Fantasies in uh, San Antonio, and they just moved to like a like a freaking warehouse, like it's 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 bigger than a Best Buy, but imagine it just all, and they still need to fill in some of the stuff. Their new release section is this big. Yeah, is this big. I believe you. Yeah. 
Um, did, uh, that tweet. Are you going to put that tweet up? Oh, uh, yeah. Out? Could you uh, get um, Mark Millar? I shared it in uh, the DMs. Yeah, yeah. Girl. In, in which? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that. It's it's nice to hear a comic creator like showing actual concern instead of going, everything's fine and you're all Nazis and bigots. Well, Heidi McDonald saying, I agree that we need to bring in professionals to the industry, but who does Mark actually deem as a professional? Well, he has way better idea than fucking a nobody like you, you stupid uh, fucking Heidi McDonald, you're a cast off from Bleeding Cool. You're a blogger. Yeah. You don't know shit about fucking no. comics. The fact Correct. that you've been able to hang, hang around so long and start Whisper Networks to cancel other people uh, is, is astonishing. But you are... Heidi McDonald is part of the problem. She, although she has not contributed anything to the comic book industry, hasn't sold a fucking comic, nope. hasn't done nope. anything. She has helped nope. bring it down with her whisper yep. networks attacking people. Uh, she's yep. a foul human being. Fuck off, yes. bitch. You don't know what the fuck yeah. you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so Correct. Uh, 100. Mark, Mark Millar knows what he's talking about. He has written comics. He has, he's gone out on his own. He has sold comics. He's the only one anybody's really talking about in quote unquote mainstream. I would still consider, you know, because he's he's part of the it's part of the Netflix and image thing. It's mainstream, but he's doing the yeah. most independent thing within the mainstream. And it's yes. resonating with people. And it's actual it's resonating to actual sales because he's a total gentleman online and talks about his comic books, even though like his stuff is being adapted in Hollywood, but comic books are still his first love. Uh, he doesn't have one foot out the door like most of the other creators, and, yeah, yeah, uh, drums and all that kind of stuff. Yep, yep. It's 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 sad. It's sad that we don't have a thousand more Mark Millars, but we have too many Tom Kings in the world. That but, but it's great that his his mainstream stuff is his original IP. Yep. You know he's not been brought on to to you know do Batman or somebody else like Jeff Johns or whatever. You know this is he he's broken into the mainstream through his own creations, through Wanted, through Kick-Ass, through Kingsman, through all these, these IPs which he created himself. So this, uh, so, you know, he, he's creating comics 20 years later that are still selling out, going into multiple different prints that are, that are being touted as the, the best things out at the moment, kicking the ass of the big two. Inverted commas, big two. Um, right. And uh, he knows exactly what he's talking about. He's seen it from a comic structure. He's seen it from a TV and movie structure through Netflix, through his own movies, you know, Jupiter Ascending, not Jupiter Rising. Yeah, different. Uh, Bit of a difference. So he's seen it through through every single facet. So some fucking nobody fucking loser like Heidi McDonald dare open a fucking mouth and, and try and question who Mark Millar would class as a professional above her. You're fucking nobody. Yeah. You are a fucking nobody that's done nothing but, like Gary said, that other than destroy the comic book industry, form a clique with your fucking gaggle of cunt bitches to try and pull down good people to tear down the comic book industry so that people who are talentless like yourself think you have a say. 
Because, it, again, it's, it's all based on narcissism. It's all based on self-importance and self-aggrandizing. Yeah. Uh, Mark give... Millar, I would put in charge all day, every day of fucking DC and Marvel in a heartbeat. Oh, EIC, yes. Uh, of both. <laughs> yes, both uh, at the same time. Uh, but While uh, doing your own but, stuff at Image. But why would he take the pay cut? Of course. Well, exactly. Why would he exactly. take the pay cut? So to give you guys some context why we're going so hard on Heidi McDonald, like the, it's 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 old lore. But her and a group of basically, uh, not I can't even say talented, uh, former comic book groupies who kind of uh, work their way in through whatever channels uh, in, in what's called a whisper network. The Ble Bleeding Fool did an article on it like two years ago, right? Mm. And there was a lot of people trying to gatekeep anybody that they de deemed bad people. What they it's, It was kind of like a Me Too thing, but it was political, right? Alex DeCunty... Uh, Gail Simone. Yes, and, uh, and these people have all of those fuckers. And and they started they started out as trolls, by the way, too. Uh, and and yeah, they they came in and they sexismed their way into the industry, and yes. um, they helped absolutely dismantle it and ruin it because you know they came after artists and a lot of them just a lot of the artists just bent the knee because they're artists, right? They just want to create their work. They don't want any trouble. They thought appeasement would help. Well, this is where appeasement has gotten you. This is why when when I saw Snowflake and Safe Base, I lost my fucking mind online. There's an old video of it. I lost my shit because I knew it would lead to this, to this. It would just destroy the retail business. And as much as I am for cutting out the middleman and being an independent, I think we still need stores. I think stores are a good thing to have. They're a good place to go where people can congregate. And it's nice to just go and look at stuff instead of look at stuff on a screen. You know, and I think there's still a place for it. Are they going to be prominent anymore? I don't know if comic stores ever should have been prominent, okay? But we're down to about 1,900. I talked to Peter Samedi a couple days ago, and, uh, yeah, we're down to about 1,900 comic shops here in the States. Well, um, when I sold my shop back in 2013, there was uh, close to 4,000. It was 36, 3,700. So, uh since then, the last 10 years, we've lost over half the comic shops. I don't, and, and out of that 1,900, don't know how many are online. I don't know how many are brick and mortar. There is no number, uh, and there never has been. Uh, Diamond might have had it at one time, but they never really shared it. We've always heard whispers and ideas of it, but, uh, but we have another one closing. Now, don't forget, Forbidden Planet closed in New York during the, during the pandemic. Uh, we lost... Uh, you know, a bunch of huge shops. Atomic Comics went a, a long time ago. Oh, I'm blanking on the name of this. Uh, why Why am I blanking on it? The one on Melrose. Help me, chat. The big one on Melrose. Having a stream brain fart. They closed. Meltdown. Meltdown Comics closed down, too. Uh, so Jim Hanley's store in New York is closing. Unthinkable news. And surely to God, a wake-up call for the big two. Mark, I love you. If, if the last three years... Five years hasn't been a wake-up call. Um, I think their response will be to make more characters gay. That's just what I think. Uh, Marvel and DC <laughs> and all the U.S. indie companies added together are now 9% of American domestic market. And does this happen when the characters are more famous than ever? It does. It does. So, uh, and I'm, this breaks my heart to see this guy closing his shop, okay? Nothing but sympathy, empathy. Uh, it, it's... Like something, you know, you don't get in the comic books 
to be rich. You get it. You get into it because you love it, right? So this has to be fucking heartbreaking. Uh, this Wednesday will be the last day of our Manhattan location at 481 Third Avenue. A few things to say. First off, from Sunday to Wednesday, all back issues uh, pre-2023 publication date. Trade paperbacks and hardcovers will be half off. Go there. Go there right now. Uh, I mean, yeah. you buy the stuff from 10 years ago, though. Uh, come get some stuff so we don't have to carry it back. Second, we will happily accept anyone who wants to volunteer Thursday and Friday helping us pack up. Please reach out to us. Uh, and uh, we should be here both days and really could use some hands on deck and would love to see some familiar faces one more time. Finally, we want to thank everyone for their continued patronage. We wish you all the best, and remember, keep reading those comic books and don't stop being true believers. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> Cut to the usual suspects, this is Mark, uh, saying everything is fine. But look at the shelf, hang on, look at the shelf space on Barnes & Noble. Talk to your retailer and uh, at a, about cuts he's making and strong Marvel and DC, a strong Marvel and DC, what are you doing there? Sorry, I mean, Stop it, wait it. <laughs> it's hard enough for me to read <laughs> normally, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Urgently required again for the health of the overall American industry. This is an iceberg tip. Uh, we've, uh, Mark, it, it's hit the iceberg. The Titanic is sinking. Uh, I don't know if, I, I, I love that he wants to save it and, and he's taking the time when he doesn't need to. And maybe he can. I hope he can. I hope he can. But so much damage is done. Your boy Zach did a video today on like <sighs> characters that are destroyed irrevocably. Uh, Dan Slott came out like a fuck, like the moron he is and said, Oh, if characters have been around, they've been written poorly, but they've survived in the yeah, past. Are you, Dan? Yeah. Uh, Dan, Dan Slot is the DSP of comic book writers. He has a tremendous body of work, and none of it is quality. Yeah, so uh, just real quick, yes, you can. Uh, I, I, we're going to do the uh, Doctor Who uh, trailer review in just a moment. Yeah. Um, it, it kind of... Uh, it. it it trended for a day and it went away. Nobody talked about it. A lot of people felt nothing. You can break a character forever. Uh, Spider-Man One More Day broke that character forever, whether you like it or not. Uh, Zach brought up uh, Hal Jordan, you know, killing the Guardians. That kind of uh, that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. broke that character forever. You can wait. What? I've never heard of that. Oh yeah, Hal Jordan went uh, crazy and killed everybody. Yeah. And he went. Yeah. yeah, it it was a big convoluted thing. Um. Emerald Twilight, wasn't it? Emerald yep. Twilight, he, um, Coast City was destroyed by, uh, Mongol. Yep. And, um, it, that broke Hal Jordan. So he tried to bring it back using the power of his ring, but it was all fake. So he thought, if I go back to Oa and tap into the central battery, it will power me up enough to, to actually bring them all back for good. But in doing so, that set, the Green Lanterns against Hal Jordan and Hal Jordan, even though there's fail safes built into the ring. Yes. Um, it killed uh, all the Guardians, all the uh, Green Lanterns started taking their rings, which made him more powerful. But again, that's not how the rings work. The, the, the rings we got work parallax. off power. So, it's, yeah. so, so he goes and he kills the Guardians, apart from one which survives uh he taps into the central power battery uh which turns him into parallax and then um the the last remaining ring is forged 
by the last remaining guardian, uh, which travels to Earth and uh, finds Kyle Rayner. Kyle Rayner. And then we have the whole fridging business. Oh yeah, we have the power. We have Parallax versus uh, Green uh, Lantern. We had Parallax versus Superman. We had Parallax Final Night, where Hal Jordan sacrificed himself, which then killed Hal Jordan, which then made him reborn as the Spectre. Yep. Which then made him bring back Green Arrow, who was also dead, Oliver Queen. Uh, which then brought him from the Spectre back into being Green Lantern again and Hal Jordan. Um, but by which time there were a gazillion but, Green Lanterns see, that had been created. But Oliver in his... Queen like didn't get broken, right? Because no. he didn't go and betray everything he was about. It's about betraying your core audience and, and having Hal Jordan, you know, Mr. Willpower himself fucking lose his will. Just well, they tried to retcon it, didn't they, by saying that break. they've tried to retcon the, it. There was, five there was ways a yellow, yeah. yellow imperfection in his ring, Somebody... which allowed Parallax, which was then a a, a parasitic uh, creature, to 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 take over Hal Jordan. Oh, well, yeah. How about the, this, this... how about Captain America becoming a Nazi and being a Nazi the whole time? A sleeper, a sleeper Nazi agent that breaks your character. <laughs> uh, that breaks that breaks everything about Marvel. So I I don't know if I mean that's what they've done, dude. Uh, Zach brought up in the video Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel and Miss Marvel imprisoned Americans and tortured them. And, yes, and, <laughs> no, it's true. And she, she killed she killed Tony Stark. They didn't just imprison them; they illegally imprisoned illegally them imprisoned in a gulag. Them. In a yeah. gulag, yes, yes, in a gulag. And they were just doing the the will of Captain Marvel. It's maybe that's a good reason why characters like Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel have never been popular because they were never and and um, Ironheart. None of them. They're all created as villains. None of them have been created as heroes. And this is the thing with Heidi. Heidi let's just quickly bring in Heidi McDonald again. This is why Heidi McDonald, by the way, is questioning Mark Millar's decision on who he would bring in. Because they want to gatekeep. Because they know if somebody like Mark Millar said, right, I'm going to bring in people to save this industry, she knows that they are going to be quality people. And it's not going to matter if they're black, white, gay, fucking magenta, or identify as a fucking attacker helicopter. It doesn't matter. He's going to bring the best. It's going to be a meritocracy. That's what Heidi doesn't want. That's what the Whisper Network doesn't want. They don't want a meritocracy. They want to get rid no. of the good people so that they, with their talentless fucking shit, can be elevated into positions. Unfortunately, uh, the customers aren't around to pay for it. The ones they've been told, th t telling to fuck off. Uh, they took your advice. Yes. And they fucked off. Yes. And they did. And, and that's all on you. And it affects shops. It affects real people. It affects the people who don't want any uh, anything to do with politics or any of this in the comic book industry. And uh, it affected Manga, who thanks you to this very day. Manga is like, thanks, Heidi McDonald. Thanks, Mags Visaggio. Thanks, Tom King. We lost... We, we've already lost a generation. When I was selling, we had lost a generation. We were not bringing in new readers. Those new re There's still people reading uh, I went to a French comic store as. Uh, yes. It was fucking packed. Packed. And I showed you, they, they do a special printing there of Batman volumes that look sick. I mean, it's it, it that, that are just printed for France. 
and they're selling the shit out of old Batman comics and old Superman comics and French comics. But the comics. French industry has always outsold the American industry. Yeah, and it's, it's it because, well, I mean, quite Go frankly, figure. it's better, you know? Uh, it's better and and manga is doing better because they just it's it's a huge listen there's some weird manga there's some manga i wouldn't touch there's some anime i wouldn't touch but you could say the same thing about the american comic book industry over over time you know especially the the stuff that came out of you know uh hate street in san francisco and crumb being a big old perv uh just watch the documentary crumb if you want to be truly creeped out um but uh there, yeah, there's parts of it that always suck, but uh, yeah, we lost generations. We lost generations of kids. Kids still read. I, I went to San Diego Comic Con. There was no Hollywood there. There was plenty of people there. There was plenty of people buying stuff, uh, but they're just not buying new Marvel and DC. I wonder why. And Image too. You know, nine well, percent. I mean, I'll buy. I'll buy. I'll buy that from Image. But that's pretty much the only thing I've ever bought from Image is Mark Millar stuff. Yep. I don't think I've bought anything. Honestly, I don't. The only series I think I have purchased from Image have all been Mark Millar. It's all been because Mark it's Millar. been Mark Millar. That's it. it for... I'm literally buying buying the creator, not buying the 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 company. You know, it's a, as as opposed to being a huge Batman fan. Obviously, DC. No, I, I'm buying the creator, and, and when Mark Millar puts something out, I buy it because it's quality stuff. It's legit quality stuff, and and holy shit, we are we are lacking. You know, this so, is why we support people like Graham Nolan, Chuck Dixon. Yep. Uh, you know, Kelly uh, Jones. This is why, Kelly Jones, wonderful guy. You know, I, I'm buying Kelly Jones's detective comics covers because they're Kelly Jones. They're Kelly Jones. I'm, I'm buying it because it's Kelly Jones. I'm not buying it because it's DC and not buying it because it's uh, a Batman comic. I'm buying it because it's Kelly Jones and his his work speaks for itself. Uh, this is this is you know, and that's the mainstream. You know, independently, of course, you know, someone like Eric July. Um, hello, hello. Uh, somebody, somebody again who wants to make a, a difference, who wants to to put quality back on the page again. People like Heidi McDonald, they're not interested in putting quality back on a page. They're they're interested in controlling. Controlling reason, like, an industry to, to make up for their own shortcomings as a human being, their own uh, insecurities, their own uh, knowledge that they lack the talent and ability to actually succeed in this industry. So if you cannot succeed in the industry through talent, then you can try and pull as many people down as possible, and then we're sadly living in a in a time that uh, weak people, uh, weak leadership, uh, has allowed this to happen at the at the big two. You are absolutely right, as usual, my brother. Um, it, it's it's a sad place to be because comics are my first love, always will be, and you know it's the American back issue market is better than ever. A mm. lot, a lot of shops are surviving it's on up. that. Um, it's up. It's 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 up. It's up. Uh, whereas DC and Marvel are down. What it's like nine percent uh, overall. Uh, back issues are up like two percent, two three percent. So if you look at um, if you look at the major comic book stores in America and the breakdown of of their sales, you'll see DC Marvel down, probably Image down. Um, uh, you'll see manga up massively, what? and you'll see back issues up a couple of points. How many? Because people, 
Sorry. Go on. No, no. no, no go like, uh, how how many videos? I mean, I've put up five or six. Like, anytime I go to Barnes and Noble, uh, the last one I, is my local one, and I counted the shelves, the manga shelves, thirty-two. Mm. 32 shelves of manga to six of the American comic book industry. Six. And they had comic books faced, by the way. Nothing was faced in this manga. It was all spined. It was all yeah. freaking insane. Absolutely insane. And it's not even close. And, and Mark brought that up, and that should tell you everything. What What is this one of the last few retail chain bookstores that's doing, I guess, okay? They're doing all right. You want to know why? Because they're a bunch of transphobes. They have this giant Harry Potter section that people just pack and buy the hell out of the stuff on. It's really problematic. It really is. Uh, and then they have these giant manga sections where people are going and buying the books. It's crazy. It's crazy. So people, shop. there's clearly money there that people want to spend, but they want to spend it on quality stuff. Yep. I mean, um, I we we I mean obviously this is that we do talk comics and on this stream, but in terms of making videos, how many videos do we make about comics anymore? Barely any. Why? I would say the majority, the reason, the biggest reason why, folks, is nobody fucking cares. Nobody cares. Nobody nobody fucking cares. The, uh, the last one I did was the the Hawk Girl stuff, and that was simply because that was so bad. Just the first two issues, so fucking bad. And this is the dawn of DC. This is the new DC, folks. This is DC course correcting. <laughs> course correcting. <laughs> and what, what do we get? We get we get fucking pretender no, we get a writing a comic full of pretenders. We get what a, a fucking surprise. We get a creator saying comic books have always been gay. That's like, that's oh. pretty much like the comic books have always been political. Really? I, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. But it's weird. Yeah. How they how they really kind of dialed it down on the commies lately. You know? And the Nazis. Uh, yeah. Well, and no, the supremacists. They, they uh Canada the chat mentioned <laughs> they that. They took over. <laughs> yeah, Canada would have given a Nazi cap a standing ovation. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way uh just in case you didn't know gary the person that said uh comics have always been queer all the virtually all heroes are in the closet whether it be because of their secret identity holy shit tell me you don't know anything about comics by fucking opening your mouth yep uh or by the fact that they legitimately are in the closet that is also the writer of Hawk Girl, Gary, if you <laughs> yes, didn't Yes, it know. is. <laughs> yes, it is. I am shocked. A Transformer know. talking about Transformery stuff because that's the only thing they ever fucking know. A shocking turn of events. Shocking. Uh, I opened up that new Buffy comic uh, from Boom and I closed it because it looked like it sucked. Uh, oh, it's like when I bought the... Um, I bought the four Fantastic Four covers when they we, they re-released it about three years ago, four year, three years ago or so. Yeah, because they were Stanley Stanley Lau covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of, of, and then I opened up, and the artwork inside and the writing was some of the biggest fucking garbage. Dog I'd shit. Yeah, yeah. And you just like this is you you take great cover artists off covers. 
you'll see how quickly your fucking industry just is is dead in a second because you you've been kept alive through variant covers and and good cover art look and this is no disrespect to 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 kelly jones because kelly jones is unbelievable as an artist both interior and cover artist but you know somebody like kelly jones old school you know uh you know dead dead man uh batman in the 90s dead man in the i think late 80s possibly maybe the early 90s but you know that's the height of kelly jones red rain all of that kind of stuff 90s kelly jones doing variant covers on detective comics why because he's fucking amazing and they know people love kelly jones and kelly jones's covers will sell that's the only reason that yep. is the only reason it's not about the interior anymore it's not about the quality of the comic inside the quality of the writing the quality of the interior art which is nowadays no, they're, they're more just, often than not really defective they're poor they're posters now they're cards yes that's, yes that's, yeah yeah the trading cards the trading cards. trading cards it's yes. sad well they hire people in hollywood now too so. well no they, it's going the same direction uh geeks and gamers daily was talking about the music industry briefly with taylor swift and how crappy everything's gotten and uh you know jeremy i'm the same way i don't listen to anything new how, how how would I even start? Because I don't need to. I've got a huge catalog I can listen to, whatever I want. Uh, but that's the direction Hollywood is going in, and that's what happened to publishing. That's what happened to comics. It got digitized. And uh, remember what, well, if you guys remember baseball cards, used to be pretty big. They're still around, but they used to be massive, but they oversaturated. They did, uh, you know, uh, variant cards and all that stuff, and it just it killed the industry. Same thing happened. You oversaturated with shit, by the way. And you relied too much on the variant covers, which were, uh, you know, listen, I know everybody does them, but they're they're a fake way of selling the same, essentially selling the same book over and over again to pad sales. And and it's not realistic. So any book you see now, it sells about 150,000, depending on the variant covers. It actually sells about 25% to 30% of that. That's about how much people are reading the book, which is a very small number. Well, I'd say I'd say anything selling 150,000 units would today would um, that's where you lose me. <laughs> I know, right? In the maybe if you're talking 30,000, I, uh, I have you know I have all my books from the store, and I could probably give you guys an idea someday. I'd have to go through them. Ugh, they're in San Francisco right now, uh, but I can give you an idea of like how many people actually read the comic books, like because I I could I could figure that number out by who I talked to. So I sold the book, sure. sold the book every day. And then, you know, like out of a big bestseller, you know, people, would, most people would probably read it, but out of your regular also ran books that were selling, you know, you know, at that time, 30,000 off the shelf. And at my store, they were selling, uh, you know, selling like 30 copies or something like that. Only half the people were reading them. If that, they were just putting them in their box to be completionists. But sure. They, they weren't reading. I mean, them. that's what I was doing towards the end of, yeah. When we when we both ended collecting, because I just said to Gary, I said we could end now, but my OCD just wants me to get Batman to one hundred just for that. But I, you know, I gave up reading Tom King's Batman a long time uh, a oh. long time ago. I was literally just buying it, backing it, boarding it, and putting it in because that's as a collector what I'd Pavlovian sort of response. But then it got to the point: why? Why am I wasting my fucking money buying this dog shit from Tom King? Who, by the way, is on James Gunn's writing team 
who, by the way, is also joined by the writer of fucking Birds of Prey and other failures, Batgirl, which didn't even get fucking released. These are the people on James Gunn's fucking writing team. And I did a, I did a big, uh, com had a big conversation on afternoon tea with As this this week gone about um, somebody said, why who who is going to be the Robin for Batman? And I had to explain to them, oh, it's already decided. It's Damian Wayne. It's Damian Wayne, yeah. Fifth the Robin. Fifth Robin. Fifth Robin. Bypassing Dick Grayson, uh, bypassing Jason Todd, bypassing Tim Drake, bypassing Stephanie Brown, and then bringing in Damian Wayne, a guy who's saying, I'm setting up Superman from the start because that's where we're going to start, and that's why we don't oh, want Henry Cavill. As but we're going to go into the 12th year of Batman. So they have, uh, I believe, Drew Goddard's in that writing room. That's a good guy to have in there. That's an absolute good guy to have in there. Buffy Scribe, Daredevil, mm -hmm. good guy to have. Tom mm -hmm. King is that is in that writing room. All right. I so, know. So, 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 you know what? Because I'm not like this and, well, I don't know. I can't speak for Az. But nobody's tweeted at James Gunn going, why do you have Tom King in your writing room? He's had a problematic past. The reason As and I quit comic books was because of Tom King going after Jay Lee. He woke mm -hmm. up one morning and decided, during the Stop the Asian Hate thing, by the way, to cancel Jay Lee because he did a cover for somebody. Yeah. Piece of shit. And, I, and I've known the guy was a piece of shit behind the scenes because the whole fake Catwoman bat, uh, Batman wedding... Cat, that yeah, cat bat cat bat wedding was going to be a farce, and and comic shops <sighs> caught on to it, caught on to oh we got fucked over, and that news leaked. He found out one of the people uh, who possibly leaked it and tried to get them fired behind the scenes. Tried to get this comic shop uh, gate kept gate kept out of any DC information from them because he's a piece of shit. Because he's a piece of shit. And and by the way, it was just a total bait and switch. On the comic shops and everything, they were going to do events and everything, and it was total bait and switch. Uh, uh, to cuck Batman, Batman uh, by the way. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it, Jesus Christ! I don't. That's what got me so angry about Batman. Uh, but when they launched Catwoman's solo series based off of this, and that was written and drawn by Jolie Jones, she was phenomenal. Her writing was superb for Catwoman. Her artist, her, her, her pencil work was in, incredibly amazing. Uh, and they actually gave that whole that whole Catwoman something great out of it. Meanwhile, Tom King is just writing the biggest pile of Batman dog shit that I've had the misfortune to read in, in my whole time of reading comics. This sulky, miserable, I need my mummy. Why is my daddy suddenly just here? He's why is Thomas fucking Wayne Batman here? Oh, we'll explain it during we'll explain it during City of Bane. Oh, okay. When it gets to City of Bane, why is Thomas Wayne Batman here? I just appeared. So so Jay Lee it just, it just, it just appeared. The the legend, by the way, been around for a long time, great artist, loved Hellshock. Uh Decided that you know Jim he, Lee's best friend. He didn't fucking take. The, he didn't take it. He he called out Tom King, 
He said, I don't know what this fucker's doing. I'm paraphrasing, obviously. And uh, Tom King, you know, uh, puts his tail in between his legs and goes, oh, we're cool now. We talked it out. And Jay Lee's like, no, we didn't talk shit out. Keep No. Fuck you. Do you know who talked it out with him? <laughs> Jim Lee. Jim Lee. Yep. Because Jay Lee is, is, is Jim Lee's best friend. And he got fucking, he got told by Jim Lee to shut the fuck up. And now he's in he James. He's in James. Now he's in James Gunn's fucking writing yeah. room. So yeah, because uh, because Tom King signed the "I will not tweet it out." The "I will not rape my coworkers, my fellow coworkers," <laughs> That's which the Whisper Network put into place, by the way. Yeah. And then when idiots like Tom King went, "I promise not to rape my coworkers," they immediately turn around. Yeah, Alex DeCuntis and all that immediately turn around and go not good enough it's not good enough it's not good enough because that was the whole fucking trick all along was to uh portray the males what was it called within the comic book, uh comics pledge oh, comics pledge comic book pledge or something yeah comic book pledge yeah i'll see if i can uh oh here we go perfect got it <laughs> got it got it men in comics say no I the there is a lot of ideals we claim to honor in comics, hope, sure justice, it. unity. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's on bleeding fucking cool. It's okay. I've got my ad block on for that site. Um, there it is. Uh, unity, <laughs> innovation, <laughs> creativity, freedom. Oh. None of them mean anything oh. unless men in comics change our behavior and hold each other accountable Ugh. for the safety of women and all people of marginalized genders where well, there's only two genders male and female <laughs> and there's more females than males therefore the males must be the marginalized gender and sexes well again sex and gender are the same fucking thing i pledge to never harass abuse groom or manipulate the fucking projection is incredible. It's really is. women and all people of marginalized genders and sexes. They should have put at the I, bottom. I pledge only women can do this in our industry. Yes, <laughs> only oh women God. should be able to get away with this, like they do. <laughs> oh, they do. To hold myself accountable for my own actions, be open to the comments and concerns of my peers and educate myself oh fuck me to actively intervene when we see or know of abuse harassment grooming or manipulation to ally for women and all people of marginalized genders and sexes experiencing abuse harassment grooming or manipulation you do know that mags has got a has got an extortion ring going on virtually every month for money. Okay. To actively call out our friends and peers, even when no one else is watching, to commit to this pledge for the long haul and keep this conversation alive in the industry. Asterisk. We understand marginalized genders and sexes oh, to God. include, but not be limited to non-binary binary trans people two spirit a gender and gender fluid people so made up shit what's two spirit as well as intersex people 
intersex people, by the way, who make up probably not point not 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 go go another fifty thousand noughts point one percent of the population on planet Earth. Uh, people of any gender, male or female. Okay. I, I'm I'm lost on two spirit. It's so cringe. Two spirit is uh, when you think uh, you're an animal because you're not allowed to say spirit animal. So you believe that your soul is linked to an animal? Like oh, I think the deer it's girl. Made up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Mm, deer kin. Mm. Deer kin. Remember when? Deer kin. You, remember when? Oh yeah. Sorry. Remember when? You, her. Remember when Zach got in trouble for? And I've said this too. When he said there needs to be another war. <laughs> there needs to well, be a world I, war. I understand. I understand. There what might he's be now. To say. There might be now. Unfortunately, I was say there kind of is one now. But yeah. just we're just working our way. There's a culture it. war. There's a culture war. But uh, uh, you'll soon find out, folks, that if there is a legitimate world war, uh, that things the, like two um, spirit and stuff, they'll go quickly out the window, believe you me. Yeah, I'll, see I'll buy the, the kin stuff as soon as I start seeing people say they're slug kin, bacteria kin, and, and all of the yes. shitty animals, basically. Yeah. Oh, you I'm haven't, you haven't been on TikTok recently, have you? Hey. Well, they always have the dragon kin, the wolf kin, yeah. like all the cool shit. You're it's talking like, about the marginalized animals. I agree with you. Yeah, where is, where is well, I, the I, I, mollusk kin? Hmm? I saw yeah. some girl Dung who claims kin. not to be a girl. Uh, on on uh, on TikTok, That's a uh, trying to teach people uh, how to use pumpkin spice pronouns. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, okay, wait. Pumpkin kin makes a lot of sense because kin's already in there. This is where we are. This is this is where we are. I'm sorry. You could call yourself pumpkin spice. You could call yourself all things nice. For all I give a flying fuck. Oh, that was pretty but good. am I calling you pumpkin? <laughs> fuck off. That ass respect my basic beach pronoun. No, no, you see, you see, unfortunately, <laughs> X-ray girl, respect is earned. I, I respect I love, isn't given. Respect is earned. I love how you tried to clean that up by saying basic beach when he just told people to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he can swear. I just choose not to. That's so Canadian. We'll, we'll allow you to swear. We'll it's allow fine. you. All right. Uh, <laughs> hey, let's let's look at a Doctor Who trailer. Woo! Oh, yeah. Ooh. 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 Mm -mm. Ooh, ooh. Oh my god, that scared me. All right, All right are we ready? We are, well, I mean, to set this up real quick, okay, it's the 60th anniversary of Doctor Who. Uh, yeah. David Tennant has returned with Catherine hey. Tate playing Donna yeah, yeah. Noble. Um, they mm -hmm. have a son named Rose. Uh, and um, <laughs> wait, what? They have a son named Rose, it's a dude. Um, and uh, Russell T. Davies is back, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I'm gonna have a lot of trouble reviewing this and One Piece because I, I just as as says, if you want to like play an individual part, that's fine, but I'm not gonna participate in anybody's fantasies in our reality. No thanks, not gonna yeah. play along. I'm gonna use the pronouns I've been using all my life, so respect my motherfucking pronouns. How's that sound? And uh, also, uh, it, of course, we're 10 years after the 50th anniversary, which was magnificent, by the way. Some of the best marketing I've ever seen. It was uh, never bigger here in the U.S. That was probably the peak. That was probably peak Doctor Who in the U.S. 
Uh, and now it's a dead franchise because you irrevocably broke your character by not only turning a, an established male into a female, you needed to cement the female so you couldn't just have her be a woman for three years because you knew everybody would skip it. So you had to insert your agenda and retcon the entire fucking character with the Timeless Children, which was done in five minutes with a voiceover, you destroyed 55 years of Doctor Who. So the question is, can they resurrect, which is, a, a by the way, it was canceled. And because RTD came back, they revived the series. This is also semi-Disney produced, just so you know. Let's, let's see what they give us in the 60th anniversary. You're breaking my heart saying all those things. Sorry. I'm in the past right now. I just I just want you <laughs> You're to You're breaking my heart, Anakin. You know what? Truth, <laughs> the truth hurts. Thank you. Okay. All right. Trailer trailer. Trailer trailer. Trailer trailer. Because of advert. Sometimes I, I was just there. Something missing. Like I had something lovely. And it's gone. Pause. I think I like that's that. I think that's how the entire Doctor Who fandom feels <laughs> at this point. That I think that is kind of speaking. <laughs> it's gone. If Russell C. Davis hadn't been saying what he's been saying and doing what he's been doing, then I would see this as as quite prophetic yeah. and uh, a big stab at um, Chibnall. But uh, having heard what he said and done what he's done, uh no, nope. no. <laughs> nope. No. Continue. In bed thinking. What have I lost? I mean, it is funny, right? What have I lost? And then they're like, don't worry, he's back. I had to wipe her memory to save her life. If she remembers me, she will die. So what happens next? The spaceship crashes right in front of her. It's like she's drawing us in. We've got a bloody Martian in the shade! Don't look at me, me. Oh, here we go again. I don't believe in destiny, but if destiny exists, then it is heading for Dominoble. Pause. Remember when it was a fixed point in history that Donna lost Pause. all of her memories? I'm trying. I closed it by accident. Everything's closed. Your, your, your microphone's... Your um, microphone is popping. Gone. Oh. Say something. Hello. Okay, that's even better. All right, so what do you guys think? Uh, Mahler, what do you think about bringing Dal Donna back and undoing that great storyline? So, oh, well, that's the thing, isn't it? This is so desperate. Um, and if it's going to be done, how do you do it? And it's like, well, at least I will be able to give it a shot. But it's, it's in the same vein of, like, if you were forced to bring back Palpatine, how do you do it well? It's like, I don't think you do. I don't think you do that well. So... Um, I mean, let's hope it's as least painful as possible, but it's already kind of a, a sad reality because that storyline had a lot of power to it. But you got to be careful reopening that to close it again because mm -hmm. that's all they're going to do is close it back off after the specials. Um, don't make it a worthless waste of time. Um, I imagine, because this was in a different trailer before, right, but heard with that alien going, what the hell? Like that, that sort of, It's like, that, that does feel like Donna. So That's Donna, yeah. I, yeah. I love Catherine Tate. I love Donna. I love David Tennant. Um, there's nothing at this point 
horrible about this trailer at all. Like it's fine. It, it's it's fine, but I shouldn't feel just that's fine. It's fine. Uh, but quite frankly, I, I echo Az's sentiment and others, like I'm not really feeling anything with this. And I and I think about what I felt when I saw that first teaser for the 50th anniversary. It, it, it was just basically After Effects, uh, and it was fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. It was it, it was setting everything up, uh, and I, I noticed that, like this trailer's doing well. But the first teaser that came out months ago, it was the featured video up until this video coming out on the Doctor Who YouTube channel that had 1.7 that has 1.75 million subscribers, and it only had like 800,000 views. And and they have the power to embed things. That's bad. That is apath. That's apathy. And that's what did we say? As even when the timeless children happened, we said even <sighs> if you completely retcon this and bring David Tennant back, it's not going to bring everybody back. Yeah, you you still got not going to bring nope. everyone back. Nope. But um, wasn't it that you have written through the shadow proclamation? That this Donna's memories is that's a fixed point in time. Uh, as anything they do, they'll they'll seal it back up at the end. It's going to well, be like it's the shittiness to... of the Kenobi show, where yeah. they open all this shit up and then they close it all back up because they're like, "See, it all makes sense. Trust me, it all makes sense." And you're like, mm. Mm. now NPH as the celestial toy maker, that's cool. That's fucking cool, and I think it's perfectly cast. But uh, yeah, man, there's there's the whole Rose issue. <laughs> her her son, <laughs> so uh, you can hit play. And I've got a memory. After a very long time, something's coming back. Who are they? There, that was Rose. That was Rose. Oh, that was Rose. That was Rose. Mm -hmm. That creature uh, looked pretty convincing in terms of like, I wonder what special effects these. The, this looks, from what I've seen of the Chibnall era, this just looks more expensive. It does. The, the effects yeah. look a million times better. Like they do. It's it so it looks. It looks good. Like it, it looks like they. Well, they did spend a bunch of money on this, like a ton of money on this, because they are desperate to bring this franchise back. I mean, this is still even with the identity politics that are certainly going to be inserted in. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to quiet it down a little bit. Uh, this is a massive course correction. I just, the hardcore fans, so many of them are out. So many of them are out. I just don't know if it brings it back. And does it, does it hit here in America like it did, like the 50th anniversary did, where there was massive watch parties across the country, uh, for two years, Doctor Who owned Comic-Con. Like, it was absolutely the biggest thing at Comic-Con. And that was while Game of Thrones was at its, you know, at its I was peak. supposed to say, Gary, honestly, even if every special was an absolute banger, they'd still have a shit ton of work ahead of them. They'd yep. have to make great content for a while to earn back all of their... Uh, well, yes. Because once the specials are done, Tenant's done. Tenant's done. And yeah. then we, and we go into Shooty Gatwa. And the... Um, his uh, his assistant is uh, she's young. She's nineteen years old, so you know she's got a lot of a lot of uh, weight on her shoulders. There, by the way, uh, same age as Rose. By the, the way, the House Speaker in Canada has just resigned. 
Uh, okay, rest of the parliament oh. should go with them. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's mm -hmm. the first. Now the rest, and, and uh, Trudeau. You can end with Trudeau. Yes. Did, <laughs> did you see? Did you see? Real quick before we get this, did you guys see the on Twitter somebody put blackface, blackface. on Trudeau? I was. <laughs> oh dying. my god! I saw that. Oh. <laughs> I For a second, I thought it was real, and it was like, oh. <laughs> and somebody also noticed that during that, by the way. He didn't apologize. No, he there was no apology. It was Russian. There was no actual disinformation. apology. No. Yeah. Back to the Doctor Who. So yeah, yeah, like this cute little monster looks pretty good. It does. It, it looks fine. It looks fine. Yeah, well, the, the, when it was moving, I was like, oh, okay, that that does like seem like a big, you know, difficult thing to have achieved. So looks better yeah. than um, Grogu. And has a lot of yes. expression for a little. Especially after you were done with it. As oh, oh my god! Remember, oh my god! Remember the little baby thing that was eating the ship in season eleven? No, twelve. Twelve or eleven? I can't remember. The, that that thing was horrible looking. Horrible looking. Oh, yeah. Hit play. I'll see it soon. There's something so bad that Tardis ran away. Yes. We go and kick its ass. That's Donna. Yeah, I'm hoping that these two will be able to slip right back into it, and that that alone will be entertaining. Yep, like, I guess. And, it, I mean, I, I'm unapologetic about my love for David Tennant's Doctor. So yeah, I am too. I, I, Dis Bruce said it best. I like. I guess the best we can hope for is we get a, some good specials, and we can just dip out after that. <laughs> so yeah. I, I just, it's it's hard to get that feeling back when I know the timeless children is out there. That's not going, I saw it. I can't unsee it. I can't unsee that the original doctor was uh, a little uh, diverse girl who very peacefully was pushed off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and, and glided, then, glided down. Glided, to glided down to regenerate and then be yes. tortured by her adopted mother. <laughs> the super hey, scientist Tecte. We need more women in STEM. We do. That'll that'll get them there. Hit play. That was good though. Jade Lethbridge Stewart. What do we do this time? By the way, the music Murray Gold. The Murray Great. Gold. Something. Now look, look at this. Oh, this. Yeah, the effects are so much better. Yes. Uh, that that sort of reminded me a little bit too much of um, End of Time Part Two, with the the puppeteering. No, with the why does it have to be this? It just kind of came across as you know why mm -hmm. why does it have to be me when he beats? Yeah, chest. that's going to be all that is to me is I got a guarantee of him being pushed to some edges with with acting, but whether or not it'll be a good scene contextually is going to be another thing in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the uh, original actor for the celestial toy maker was, I always mispronounce his name. So help the dumb American as uh, he was Alfred Go goo or Goff? Goff. 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 Yes. The butler. Goff. Oh, was yes. he? Cool. Batman's yes. butler. Yeah. Yes. Batman's butler. Mm. Yep, yep, yep. Michael Goff. That's, um, Mike, that's is it Michael Goff? Michael Goff? Hero, Sorry. Right? Michael, Michael Goff. Goff. Yeah, Michael yeah. Goff. That's the first doctor that dealt with him, right? Uh, was it the first doctor? It's first or second? Black and white. Black and white. <laughs> Not only black and white, but um, 
as far as I'm aware, on some of the episodes of that, the, they're lost. lost. They're lost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. So um, I, I have, uh, they came out with a giant vinyl set that has the audio on it. Uh, cause there's a guy who's been out there finding, uh, Philip Morris has been finding all the audio, uh, an archivist who's been doing diligent work finding, the, uh, first doctor. Thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, so th there's a big expensive, uh, um, like audio, what you can get it on, like again, on vinyl, it's a big box set. It's freaking awesome, dude. As soon as I get my turntable set up in here, I'll listen to it. Hit play. I don't know if I can save your life this time. That's real. That's very well delivered. That is very well delivered, that one. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then we got just, Shooty. I, no, just, just. That logo makes me think of Paw Patrol for some reason. Uh, that's Paw the Patrol. that's the proper that's a proper logo right yeah, there. That's that is we, yeah. I'm so happy <laughs> they brought that back. That's my favorite Doctor Who logo. Uh, They've done a lot of things right. If RTD had shut his mouth throughout this entire process, there'd be more people excited. I know I would be. I would be. Oh, like I said, I was excited when they when they introduced when they were on that BAFTA. I did a live stream and I I watched the interview, the first interview between Shooty and RTD, and I started out like, okay, you know, all right, I I got no problem. He's a dude again, whatever, and then like. About five minutes into the interview, when they started talking about representation and how RTD said he's going to go harder on 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 themes and stuff, I just you could see my hope die. It's just oh. he should get referring to RTD and then and then correcting himself to they. Yes, like, oh, yes, the stop. pronouns. It's like oh, stop, stop. So, um, but but the deal breaker has always been and will always be. Who is the first doctor? We know that answer is William Hartnell. Hartnell number one. But as it stands right now with the Timeless Children, he is not. And that is some fucking bullshit. So that needs to be fixed. And RTD claims to be a, a massive, and, and I, I don't doubt that. He's a massive, a massive. doctor. A massive. A massive. A massive, no, a massive Doctor Who fan. <laughs> um, and, and we'll see. I, I don't think they have the political will to do that. They could easily do it, and nobody would bat an eye. Like for one, how would you criticize a gay man for retconning? You know, you you would have your uh, diversity, you'd have your uh, progressive stack fighting against each other, which would be funny. But, but um, that's, that is what's happening right now. Yeah, it's never. How many times have we said this over the last few years? It is never enough. Never. There is no. There is no end goal. There is no line. The line is as far as they can take it now and what they can get away with. And what I get away with right now is fuck of a lot. It's never going to stop. It's, it's not going to stop. It stops when uh, the the corporations, we well, when we stop, the corporations don't have the, the balls to stop. They are, they are cowards. This is uh, the, the reason the activists have been able to invade the BBC, Disney, Amazon, everywhere is... Uh, a thing called, uh, and I just blanked out. Oh, God damn it, I hate my mind. Fucking drugs are bad. Uh, risk, <laughs> risk aversement. 
They 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 it's too risky to take them on. And uh, so they're cowards and they bend the knee to this stuff and it's appeasement. That's all it is. And now the, like uh, they're taking a big dose of regret in Hollywood over all of this and they can't get rid of them. That it, it is impossible. It is a cancer that will that the strikes over. They're going to come back. There's going to be fewer shows, by the way. Uh, so the producers won. Uh, the the WGA will come out and say, we got everything we wanted, except uh, about half of us are going to be getting the money because the other half's gone. So the producers won. They got what they wanted. They, they have, they're going to have the projects. You're not going to see as many TV shows produced this year and next year as the previous year. And, it, and it's to the tune of almost half. So, you know, I think um, the number I saw was 600 shows. That's a fucking insane number. That must include reality and everything. Uh, 600 shows, now they're going to produce 300. So half, gone. You just got thanos You just got snapped. Uh, so it was a purge. Uh, but the problem is, you know, we saw with Twitter, like what it takes to, to carve this cancer out. And Twitter didn't even do it completely, right? So imagine Disney. Imagine Amazon. Uh, Amazon... Is now going to force ads on all Prime members. By the way, did you catch that? Yep. Unless you is it pay three dollars more? You got to pay three dollars <laughs> more. So they didn't offer a cheaper ad tier. They're just going. You're getting ads now. Guess what's going to happen? You're going to pay three dollars more in a couple of years. You're just going to get more ads and more and more. And you mm -hmm. won't have a choice. Uh, and that and that's, then people will be like, why? Why are we even paying for streaming? Well, yeah, it'll be just then cable will be more cost effective. Well, I think <laughs> Amazon, right? Amazon will stick around because Prime does offer like uh, you can even if, you, if you're not a member, you can yeah. offer the shopping and you can just rent stuff. So Amazon will stick around. But will they continue to make one billion dollar TV shows? Well, I think this is a sign that they might not. Amazon cancels shows all the time. The reason they're a trillion dollar company or close to it is because they don't like losing money. And I can't see their streaming service making any money for them. And it's not there to make money. It's there to drive customers. It's a side gig. And, uh, you know, you're going to have to have people licensing stuff out like Doctor Who. And people need to actually watch it. But there's no metric for that. So we'll see. We'll see. But uh, it, it's you're right. It's never enough. Um, and when they do make something good, uh, it's, it's an anomaly. Like Picard season three was a total anomaly. Uh, we knew that they're rebooting the office. What's that going to look like? Garbage. Uh, oh, come on. Uh, rebooting uh, the office. Uh, uh, tell me you have no fucking ideas. You, tell you me. Can't, you, Just you can't tell make me. the office nowadays anyway. No, you can. No, you certainly can't make can it make the way that Ricky DeVries anything. would. No, like, you can't. No. You can make jokes about white people and straight men, straight white men, maybe some straight black men, but that's it. Everything else is off limits. Mm -hmm. Everything else is protected. You can't make fun of fat people. You can't make fun of disabled people. You can't make fun of trans people. You can't There's tell so jokes. Many you can't tell jokes. You cannot tell jokes. The whole point of humor well, is we laugh at ourselves, all of us. You can tell jokes. You could make this. Absolutely. They don't have the will. They don't have the balls. They don't have the will because they're too afraid of their own workers and a f and five people on Twitter. Most people wouldn't give a shit. 
That's... Look at Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais concerts sell out immediately. He's just set the world record for the biggest gate at a live event. He did like one point four million dollars for one show. Holy shit! Wow. One show because normal people there are fucking so many more normal people than the abnormal shit that we have to deal with in these industries. That's why we're getting pushback now. It's because not because of people like Gary or me or Mola or what's the Asian lady's name? Asian lady. Asian lady. Thank you. Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen. It's because the normie, the normies are now waking up. We're talk we're talking to to the that really goes loud at the end. <laughs> you know, we're preaching to the converted. You know, we're in church here. We're preaching to the converted. But the normies, they're the ones who are starting to wake up. Whether it be not necessarily vocally, but silently. because it's with their we're money. Seeing, no. yeah, we're seeing the death of Marvel, Batman. Yeah, but as far as like a show that is that, that like... Well, it, um, okay, so <clears throat> I'll t uh, the ratings for... I the think it was F in the chat. People pressing F. Oh, we uh, the, we got a wheel of we got a wheel of wheel, wheel of, time. of time. Hang in there. Hey. We're back. Uh, we back. <laughs> we back. We back. Sorry, folks. Uh -huh. God damn it. We were, we were we had such a big crowd. Uh, we're back. We're back. Uh, no, it's a it's a British institution. I think Voyage of the Damned is the is the most watched special. It was around. 13 million people watch that. That's like a sixth of your population. We have oh. uh, the, the Super Bowl is is the only equivalent in America as far as what how many people will sit down and watch this. Yeah. Um and it it's we have nothing like Doctor Who and and they fucked that up, which is unbelievable. It's really sad. Unbelievable. Uh so yeah, I I saw that trailer and I'm like, "Hey, it's not a bad trailer. It's a it's 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 a pretty good trailer." Am I like, oh, I can't wait to see it? No, and I should be because I'm a, I'm a, I'm a massive Doctor Who fan. So, uh, and will be. I'll always love the old stuff, but it was a good fifty-three years. And if we get a couple of good specials, cool. But then I'll be out, just like with Picard season three. I'm like, hey, this is the this is the ending I needed. This is the ending I needed. See you later. See. You. Did you hear what they did with the freaking Blu-ray for Picard season three? As the Enterprise D. The money shot. Like, the money shot of the year. They screwed it up. Wait, what'd they do? They put in an old effect shot, like a like a placeholder effect shot. Yeah. And they didn't put in the new effect shot. And they, they came out and said, we'll fix it for our new discs. No word on what about all the discs that people bought. Do we get a replacement well, they, they, disc? Uh, they said they're trying to do some sort of patch on it. Uh-huh. Can you do that? Like, I, exactly. How the fuck are you going to do that? I, I'm, 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 I'm theorizing that what they mean is the digital component of the Blu-ray. Okay. Mm. Not, not good. Enough. I want my disc replaced. No, no. Exa well, exa I ain't, I ain't going to get the disc until, until it's done. I, I bought a bunch because I was going to give some away. Uh, no, fuckers. But uh, yeah, it, 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 oh, and they only they only shot it in HD. They didn't shoot it in 4K. Now they shot Strange New Worlds in 4K, but not the best Star Trek they've ever produced. That's <laughs> so stupid. And this is why Paramount stock is trading at eleven dollars a share because they're oh. retarded. Uh, well, apparently Warner Brothers is worse. Uh, quickly, 
Let's talk about something kind of good. Mm. Kind of good. If you could find, um, I found a Screen Rant article. That'll that'll have to do. I would try Redanian Intelligence or Winter is Coming, uh, but uh, we've got some House of the Dragon. Uh, by the way, it finishes up shooting this week. The strike didn't affect it because it shot in the UK, and they hired a bunch of British actors who are under a completely different um, uh, contract, and it's going to be. I don't know when it's coming out. Maybe this time next year, hopefully sooner, because this is a show I actually liked. But what was interesting is somebody got a shot of, uh, like, a dressing room or a makeup room, and it said undead. It showed White Walkers. So Mm. we know Jace is going up to the wall as part of uh, um, uh, Rhaenyra ordered her uh, oldest and now oldest living son, uh, to go to the wall to talk to, um, it's not Rickon Stark. It's, uh, I'm blanking on his name. To talk to, to Lord Stark. And it's the kid. And he goes through a similar situation right before that. Uh, his uncle was Castellan and uh, wouldn't give up his power. Uh, and then he just put him in jail and took over. So he had to go through a very similar thing than Rhaenyra. They send Jace up there. And depending on who you listen to, uh, mushroom or the maester. Uh, there's different versions of the story when he goes up there, but uh, according to Mushroom, he uh, Jace falls in love with the one of the daughters, one of the bastard daughters, and marries her. Uh, and that kind of seals the deal with the Stark's oath to back Rhaenyra, and he becomes a huge character in the book. Um, but uh, th- there's no mention of White Walkers and the others. Which in the show they never called him the others. There's the Night King, uh, and there's a lot of talk of the Night King. Um, I'm conflicted about this because I'm fine with you maybe showing a little bit, maybe a flashback or something of the others and the Whites. I, I wish they would call him in this show the others. The way I, I'm, I way lean way more into the books. In the books, there's no Night King. So I think the 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 less they connect it to Game of Thrones, the better. I've always said that, Mahler. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. let this be its own story. Uh, but so this could be cool because we're gonna see the wall, uh, we're gonna see the North again. Uh, but I don't know how the hell you bring the 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 White Walkers and the others into this when they don't show up for a couple hundred years, unless they give it some backstory, maybe explain why the hell they're. Doing because we don't know in the books, we have no idea why the others decided to wake up after thousands of years and uh, raise the dead and attack the living. We don't know why. There's lots of theories they have to do with the children of the forest who might not be the good guys we think they are. And uh, but right now we we don't know. I know I don't know how they fit in, but it is kind of cool to go back to the north. Mahler, come on, a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Well, I have faith in the people who made this show, so yeah, I'll give them a chance. See what they're up to. It'd be fun. It would be fun. Uh, you can pull the article back up. I'll read it. I found another one that it's. Not, I don't know how good this is, but it talks uh, about Redanian the White Walkers. Inche- intelligence is the better website for finding spoilers. Redanian intelligence. I've never. <laughs> it's a Witcher. It's a Witcher thing. Or winter is coming. Uh, House of the Dragon. Yeah, I can't find anything about that, but 
All right. What about Dex or Toe? If it just talks yeah. about the leaks, that's fine. We can read it. Okay. Okay. Let's I should have the... set it up. I know we're that's so busy okay. looking for strike stuff. I was like paying attention to that all weekend, just reading all the strike articles. And I still don't know. Like we, I don't, we have no idea what the deal was. Uh, what I did hear real quick is the deal isn't far off from the one they offered a few months ago, <laughs> which is just funny. Uh, House of the Dragon. I, I, well, I, somebody somebody said it was the the best and final deal they were being offered. Yeah, the producers came out and said that, and that was kind of crazy for them to do right when they agreed on stuff to come out and like kind of egg on the WGA. It wasn't really smart, but it was also them flopping their big old dick out the table, going, "We control the money." So, yeah. yeah, well, they do. Yeah. Um, House of the Dragon Season 2 leak suggests the return of the White Walkers in the sequel. Well, it's actually a prequel. Uh, a leaked photo uh, from the set from the sets of House of the Dragon Season 2 production from a source that goes by the name Redanian Intelligence has gone viral as it hints to the inclusion of the White Walkers into the plot. The leaked image is a snapshot of a makeup room that shows uh, a collage of the undead on the wall in the background that has created furthermore uh, uh, a furor amongst fans waiting to lap up information on the closed door filming of House of the Dragon season two. And they've been pretty good. Like Game of Thrones sets were notoriously bad at allowing like people towards the end of Game of Thrones, people were climbing up mountains with telephoto lenses <laughs> to, to get shots. And um, they, the scripts always leaked. And HBO always accidentally put up an episode early. Do you yeah, remember that? I remember yeah, that, yeah. 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 Those are good old days. Um, uh, it would be like HBO Spain accidentally put up, you know, Hard Home early, which was awesome. Uh, <laughs> aiming for a 2024 release, House of the Dragon Season 2 is currently in the last stages of filming, after which it will go on into post production. Uh, the popular prequel series, blah, blah, blah. Scroll down. Let's see if we see the picture. Boop -a -doop, boop. I'm looking at Red. It says, oh, here we go. Tweet. I have the picture here. Okay. That's why she's the best producer on the planet, uh, Asian lady. <laughs> Me, not when. Katana. That's not. <laughs> keep going. There's a picture of. No, go up, go up, go up, go up. Right there. Oh, there we go. That's it. Katana's Japanese. Duh. Duh. Oh God. <laughs> it's Asian. I'm talking about the actual blade, you idiot. Yeah. So blade. So. Hell yeah. I mean, like, again, it could be a flashback. It could be like, uh, 8,000 years ago, there was a long night. That'd be fucking awesome. I'd be fine with that. Um, and I, and I really liked how they, um, like Aegon's dragon dream. This is a huge spoiler for the book, by the way. Uh, it's all been confirmed that, that um, Aegon, we never know, knew why he decided to wake up one Aegon the Conqueror and conquer Westeros when he'd been there for a while. The Targaryens had been on that island for a while. And now we know why. He had a dragon dream of the White Walkers in the Long Night, and he etched it on that blade. I just hate that that blade is what kill is where our, yeah. uh, uh, the, the Assassin's Blade, Mahler, the Assassin's Blade were... Arya comes out of nowhere to kill the Night what King. What a great storytelling decision that was. Fuck. And, and, you, and well, you you know why they told. Uh, Dan and Dave said, well, it, it was just too obvious for John to fight the it's Night too King. Obvious. Because we set it up. 
know, it was really obvious. The uh, ring ended up in Mount Doom. That was just too obvious. So obvious. Yeah. God. <laughs> and jo- George is uh, Talking Thrones did a pretty good video breaking down. Like George has thrown so much shade at Dan and Dave over the last few years, but it's George's fault too. George didn't finish the books. If George had finished the books, uh, they probably would have had a direction to go. But they stopped talking to George after season four. Mm. And uh, if I was going to like, I know Drinker did a great video, Drinker Fixes uh, Game of Thrones. I, I, If I was to do one, I'd have to go back to the penultimate episode of season four and fix it from there. Uh, yeah. We'd have to fix the Tasha stuff. Lots to fix. Get Lady Stoneheart in. Yep. Uh, so funny they saw her as like too much to control when she was a thread ender. That's like what's good about her. Do take other characters and fucking kill them. She's an amazing character. She's in a couple of chapters. She's in, mm-hmm. she's basically in an epilogue, and it's fucking a great chapter. Uh, it's where like one of the best like representations of pure revenge. Yes, <laughs> right. We didn't get to have it. Uh, so the Brotherhood without banners is no longer led by. Uh, uh, Lord Dondarrion, Beric Dondarrion, they're led by Lady Stoneheart, and they're much darker. As a matter of fact, half of the uh, 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 Brothers Without Banners left because she was too dark. She was too vengeful, even though it's Lady Stark, and they're living in caves now, and they are luring Frey's uh, in by saying, hey, we have a Frey hostage. Bring mm-hmm. your bag of gold, and we'll give them in, and then when they lure them in, they just fucking kill them. Uh, and they hang, them, right? uh, they hang them and, uh, th- dude, it's, it's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Leave that out of the show though. Nobody would have liked that. Nah, nobody wanted that. Fucking lame. Stannis is the one true King chat. You're right. Stannis is the one. Stannis is the manis. It's like, it's, it's, it's at this point, it's just pick a card and they pick a character and they had a shit ending in that show. Stannis's ending sucked ass. Oh, it's fucking terrible. I thought they were baiting when uh, they cut to black on his death. I was like, so he's not dead. Yeah. And you never see him again. <laughs> like, no. Uh, I guess he died. And he's and like, then... his character's just getting started at that point. Like, um, they're they're setting up this big thing, uh, if we ever get it in the books. But, like, it, it, his army is is destitute. They're starving. They have no, they're in the freezing cold they uh, half of them don't have like structures to live in and it looks like they're just going to get routed and you know the way george does things you know they're going to win their fight they're they're just holed up in some little village stannis is staying in a tower he's got theon now uh as a prisoner and um ramsey uh is gonna ramsey's bolt ramsey bolton is gonna go go out and get him Uh, they they left winterfell where they were safe and he drew them out and there's this lake. There's this frozen lake that's been uh, that they've been uh, ice fishing in. So it's full of holes, but it's covered up with snow now. And the whole theory is that he's going to draw them out on the lake, and they're just going to fall in because uh, you can't tell it's a lake. Uh, and they're going to use a beacon fire or something. It's it sounds rad. I can't wait if we ever see it, but we won't. Stannis is the manis. Oh, uh, what else? I, I just wanted to talk Loki. about something I gave a shit about. Oh yeah, Loki. We got to watch that Loki <laughs> clip. Oh joy. Oh, it's no. the uh, through the Loki through the years, right? On Marvel that you wanted. It's the latest one. I think it is Loki through the years where they talk. They show his uh, audition. What's funny about this? Where I got I, I what brought this to my attention was 
Um, Charlie from Emergency Awesome made a video about this, and the video title is Loki Season 2 Destroys the MCU. <laughs> and I don't think he meant it to sound yeah, I like I think he meant that in a fun way. In a fun mm. way? And yeah. I'm like, he's stealing my titles. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> I know. It's so funny because uh, Loki Season 1 destroyed the MCU. And um, did you know uh, uh, Lysa Aaron, uh, the actress who plays Lysa Aaron, is playing an older Sylvie in this series, Mahler? And she might be the big bad. Oldest, oldest Sylvie. Old, older Sylvie is played by the actress who played Lysa Aaron okay. in Game liked, of Thrones. I liked her. She was a nutcase. Yeah, but, bit, well. but it works. It works, though. Yeah. But yeah. again, this show is going to be about fucking Sylvie. That's the point. <laughs> So they told us it's about Loki finding himself. Yeah, it's going to be about Loki. Yeah. Which Loki? We're going to literally find himself in this show because fuck it. Well, they have him wearing his costume. It looks like that. Look, here, hit, hit play. That'll be, a, that'll be a different version of him. No, they're going to go back and fuck with older. Sh it looks like they're going to go back and fuck with Thor movies. Uh, oh, I, why not? no. That's horrible. Why not? Yeah. Everything else is dead. So, I mean, we don't know. I have no idea. Uh, we'll find out in a week. In a week? Hit play. Let's see. Wait, is it out in a week? It's out in a week, right? Oh, God. Oh, right after Ahsoka. That makes sense. No, yeah. it, I think there's actually overlapping. They overlap. Um, so, yeah, uh, Ahsoka it, finishes and uh, Loki starts. Yeah, it, it starts. <laughs> it's, it's a week from this Thursday. Wait, so that... That wouldn't overlap then, right? It does overlap, yeah. It does. It does. So, yeah. well, not technically. Ahsoka, Ahsoka will end on Tuesday. Loki starts on Thursday. Same same week. Overlapping? Sa well, I mean, well, it'll same, be the same week. week. Same week. Uh, Two day difference. All right. Just, just don't be so literal, Mahler. I don't, I don't know if I was insane <laughs> or not. I was like, am I? Is, it, it, it is. I'm no longer linear. <laughs> it, no. <laughs> No, <laughs> not in Loki. Not, not according to Batman. It overlaps for us. Okay, usually there's a week in between shows, and we have time to talk about them. God, it's like man. a bowl of spaghetti. I thought this was supposed yeah. to be the quiet time of, of of our industry, so to speak. But nope, just keeps no, on no. We just went through the quiet time. Yeah, Aug we're back Aug up to the big time now. October. August. Yeah, well, once we start getting in the fall, it's our busy time. Our busy, busy mm -hmm. time. I do love me some Spooktober. Oh, I can't wait. Are you excited? I'm For excited. Loki Spook season two. Spooktober. Oh, hell yeah. We got Saw 10 coming out, guys. The 10th oh. one. What? Jigsaw's back. Oh, Saw. What? You said oh, Saw. I thought I heard. Your yeah. funny accent made it sound like Sore. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. I've never I'll heard that. Saw. <laughs> I'll say saw. Do you know what I'm saying? Thank you for Americanizing yourself for us. <laughs> like, which sounds better? Sore. Sore 10 is coming out. I, uh, you know what? I, I managed to miss the first. Uh, well, uh, I watched the first one and I've not watched the one since. I didn't like it. <laughs> it was really uh, good. That's why. Yeah. But hey, you know, why I not? I liked it. Hit play. <laughs> Let's see what they got for us. It's pretty spectacular. Today was the first day that I wore this costume. To wear this thing, is, it just feels enormously powerful. 
Loki has been in our movies for well over a decade now, and since day one, really won everybody over and became one of our most beloved characters. I am Loki. So we complete and utterly destroyed him in Loki season one. That's how much. I got fuck off, Kevin Feige. Okay, listen how Kevin Feige delivers this quote-unquote interview in this trailer. <clears throat> it's it's like he's reading cue cards and badly, like badly. Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. Your savior is here! I remember as clear as day the first auditions for Thor. <laughs> well, he auditioned for what Thor. What? Yep. He did. He actually auditioned for Thor. Yeah. And he didn't get it, obviously, mm -hmm. uh, but they loved him. And they said, how about, uh, how about a bit of Loki instead? Yeah. And he was like, okay. It's perfect for it. I loved about playing Loki is he plays all the keys on the piano. He could be fun, comedic, but also volatile and angry. Tom Hiddleston is almost wholly responsible for Loki becoming an instant fan favorite. Say my name! Pause. And that's why we want. I want you to replay that line when I'm done. Uh, they're they're reminding. Hey, remember how fun the MCU used to be? Yeah. Okay, hit play. Then is almost wholly responsible for Loki becoming an instant fan favorite. Say my name. And that's why we wanted to do a Loki show. Welcome to the Tom Barrett okay, Authority. Pause, pause. Uh, that, that, that was like his fifth take. And that's why we wanted to do a Loki show. That wasn't good enough. We need to do another take. It's so bad. Hit play. Miss Minutes. In that first run out here, we've created something bright and colorful what? and spectacular. That looks <laughs> dingy. Like that look, doesn't look very bright to me. It looks kind of dingy and dark. I mean, uh, does that look bright to you? No, it's dank and miserable and yeah. dark and dreary, just like the whole fucking series was. Hey, but um, cognitive dissonance. Uh, as yes, Sylvie was amazing. Oh uh, yeah, I so so Loki told us yes because I didn't see anything that she did that was. She taught herself the magics at six years old. <laughs> she, We've all done she that. She didn't just teach herself the magic. <laughs> yes. She she invented the magic and taught it to herself. Yep. When she was six. Remember when she put a cold blanket on him? A blanket on him because he was cold? I remember putting a he, cold blanket on me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he put a blank she put a blanket on him because he was cold. Oh yeah. She's yeah, she was looking after her bitch. Yep. Cause that's what it remember when he he hid behind her? When yes. the yep. smoke smoke dog. Yep. The purple smoke monster that eats time. Mm -hmm. Yes. It, yes. That is that right there. The only because... bright color. <laughs> well, that is this is the purple doggy monster thing. <laughs> doggy monster. I mean, well, he's right. Like, he, he is, he is. I just that's <laughs> that's funny because it's accurate. <laughs> the purple doggy monster thing. <laughs> All right. That sounds, sounds like what somebody would name their penis. <laughs> oh, no. 
purple doggy monster. I'm gonna bring out the purple doggy monster. The purple-headed warrior is ready for action. My God. Because it's an eggplant like shaped. Oh no! Okay, hit play. We're getting uh, in trouble. It's such a thrill to see that audiences connected with this new world and this new story. Season two is building and expanding upon that world. I'm excited to be back, back in the TVA, back with this amazing team. We get to go further and take bigger risks to create this endlessly fascinating box of tricks. And I feel excited that and inspired about where we go next. Come on, you're the god of mischief. Always have been. Always will be. Whoa. I'm super excited. Especially after Secret Invasion. That was such a banger. My head on. I come on saying this, but that one, that one was surprisingly bad, Secret Invasion. Like, I thought it was going to be awful, and it was way worse. Uh, yeah, I thought it was just going to be kind of like forgettable awful, like not going to review it, don't really care about it. And then it went to next level awful. Yeah. So so what what do you bet that Amelia Clark's Super Scroll gets completely forgotten about? <laughs> uh, I think it's the last time we've ever seen her. Yeah. I wonder if she'll get even a word of a mention in the Marvels. She's off in space doing space shit. Oh. What what's gonna get mentioned first? The giant celestial in the middle of the ocean or Amelia Clark's super scroll? That's the question. Neither. All bets are off. All bets are off. All bets are off. But I think it's time we get some super chats. Do it. Do it now. Let's do it now. Uh, I have I am very busy i have to review one piece and uh another movie i guess we can we can just cut my i was gonna do a trailer reaction for doctor who but we just cut perry can just cut it out of this show and do it yeah this is better with you guys anyway it's better with you guys better together kind of like pineapple Aww. pizza uh, no but yeah yes i haven't had a pizza in fuck watch your step lady for nearly 300 can... days three no more like over 300 days thank since you a piece. you can make a version of it uh because you eat carbs right yes some carbs with like naan or on a tortilla and then put your toppings on top yeah cauliflower i could do a tortilla i i i i have in the past had a tortilla pizza they're good mm -hmm. you can make you can have fun tortilla pizza. Mm -hmm. or make it out of cheese Fried cheese and put the toppings. You can on top. put. Uh, you can make pizzas out of little English muffins, which are probably not called English muffins in England. So it's just muffins. They're called muffins. <laughs> <laughs> just, just like the English pound is not called an English. Pound. <laughs> yeah. What do you call the English pound well, in hey, your country? The just, pound. No, that's what I went to. I went to Paris and had French onion soup. It was just onion soup. Onion soup. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mikey Mikey Gussler has returned. Mikey, what's up? $20. <laughs> Says Mahler and Az. Uh, motion capture may have started on The Last of Us 3 since the actress uh, who plays Dina posted she's working 
on a top secret video game and used three emojis in her post. Naughty Dog are doubling down on what they did. Of course they are. They have no choice. Once you dive into that woke intersectional cesspool, it's really hard to get out. It's like pushing a fucking Last of Us game with no Joel whatsoever and a broken alley and a company that has like no respect from the fucking fans in relation to the IP. Good luck. Good luck. Yep. That last one didn't, I mean, it had, it had good sales like up front and then they cratered, right? So, as far as I know, yeah. Yes. Um, How's Starfield doing? Good, uh, nobody's talking about it anymore. It's gone. Not since Az's rant. No, I no, no I cannot as take credit for that. that. I'll give you credit. I killed Starfield. As as killed Starfield confirmed. <laughs> no, it, it, if anyone killed Starfield, it was Bethesda it was, because um, yeah. a, a lot of people oh, just look at this. A lot of people talking about how difficult, how they just find it very difficult to get into the game. It's just boring. It really is. Like you play the game and there's no story. It's clunky. The buttons don't make sense. And like with all cyberpunk that all the problems they had, at least I finished that game. Wow. I'm just, I'm just wondering, at least with cyberpunk, you have a city and you can do something and they've, they've just put out a huge patch i'm gonna give it a try we'll see what it's like but with with starfield how you know they're literally waiting on modders to make the worlds more interesting and and um i don't i don't know but i just haven't had the compunction to to, to get back on and play this is just it was mm -hmm. kind of boring ah yeah god it's 23 years ago wg has gifted five neurotic memberships for 25 dollars wg thank you my friend uh sci-fi freak has gifted us has given us 100 dollars cheers the new Snow White movie was already told uh, in live action uh, movie Mirror Mirror by 20th Century Fox in 2012 and they on a live action movie Snow White and the Huntsman by Universal Huntsman. Pictures back in 2014. Both had uh, her as be a girl boss and nobody remembers those films. No. And I watched The Huntsman. I actually watched it. I didn't. <laughs> I did. I... Hemsworth, wasn't it? Wasn't Hemsworth the Huntsman? Yeah, Hemsworth is yes. in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was good. It was okay to good. It wasn't great. There is, there is, I, I found it bland as shit. Could not uh, tell you a thing about she's, it. She's, she's, no, she's fucking awful, is, is what she called Kristen Stewart. Kristen, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. such a wet fish. Um, <laughs> there is a report. I don't know how legit this is. There isn't, there's a report saying that uh, Zegler's been fired from no. Snow White. I, I how can you fire? That. How can you fire somebody from a show a movie that's been shot? Exactly, exactly. They'd have to redo the whole thing. No, that's bullshit. Um, Remember uh, when Ezra Miller was fired from The Flash? I think she was removed from Paddington Three or something like that as a voice actor or oh, something no, no, like that. Another, yeah, that but no, oh, the, the, okay. So the screen act, the Film Actors Guild strike is probably going to end within a week or two, right? And they they have to hammer out language, but like Hollywood to start ramping up probably about mid October, which means that we'll get Rachel Zegler wisdom 
on the red carpet for oh. the fucking Hunger Games prequel thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon. You interested in that? Anyone? No. Hunger Games, no. <laughs> no. Couldn't care less. Shitty battle. I, uh, right I think I've watched two Hunger Games films in total. I watched them all. Uh-huh. Uh, I have a wife. I thought the first one was, <laughs> it was okay. And then I saw the next one and I was like, holy shit, this is fucking garbage shit. I have a wife. Uh, I have a I'm wife who, who loves every fucking bad movie ever made. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad she admitted it on Twitter too. She's like, I yeah. like a lot of shit. And I'm like, yeah, you do. <laughs> if, I, if I move down to your area, I'll just go watch them with her. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> I'll can... relieve you of your duties. <laughs> go ahead. <Yeah. laughs> God, make my day. She's she's all hooked into the uh, Sarah Michelle Geller's new TV show that I had never fucking heard of about werewolves or whatever. She's all in. Ah, that I don't too. even know that existed. Yeah. Buffy. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she's in some new show that's about werewolves, and it's like Alrighty. got two seasons maybe. I think I, I never fucking oh. heard of it. Uh, Magnum Magnum Norse for twenty dollars says I think Ahsoka is blue. Because she sucked the life out of everyone with hopes of a decent <laughs> Disney show. Wow. Are we blue? Ahsoka. She Jeez, Ahsoka no. dust dry. <laughs> I'm just going to give myself room shots. I don't care. Magnum Norris for $100. Wow. I love the newest documentary from Al Gore, Attack of the Duck. <laughs> uh, it's almost as good as his magnum opus, An Inconvenient Truth, which informs my which informs my entire life. Murder humanity in order to save it. Yes. Well, I mean, according to many environmentalists, the most uh, green act you can do is self-delete. Self-delete. I'm not. I'm not for that. By the way, I am for making babies. Uh, make babies. Uh, Elon is on this. He was talking to Zuby about it, and uh, he's right. Uh, we we don't have an overpopulation crisis. We're going to have an underpopulation crisis because we need young people to build things and make things and innovate things to uh, further our race. Uh, and it, and some asshole. From the UK, by the way, is like, what are you just making new customers? No, we need people to build fucking roads and uh, produce things, you fucking moron. And uh, and take care of your old geriatric ass. Uh, Jesus. Some people are so fucking... Mm -hmm. They're like scholars who are retarded. That's that's one of the problems. Neil deGrasse Tyson. One of those, yeah. Oh, didn't uh, trigonometry like uh, do a... like? very eloquently and very Britishly fucking make him look Britishly. like a retard. Yes. Uh, in the most British way possible, which is great. That's, that's why I actually love the British because you guys are savage because you don't use F bombs or anything. You're very eloquent in your takedowns. And it's, I think that's, there's something to be said about that, except for as, except for I was for, about to say, <laughs> I hear as like okay. swear every other word. I'm not talking about the that's North. Fucking bullshit, I'm bitch. not talking about the North. <laughs> Or or some or some soccer hooligans. I got to see some proper soccer hooligans. Who are the? What's the soccer team with the blue and white stripes? That was many. Play, that was playing. Many. That was playing in London last week. 
Millwall, maybe? I don't know, but there was a bunch of hooligans in our in our tube, and they were f- fucked up. It was so funny, and they're all singing in there, and uh, that's where I got the tattoo, where I saw the tattoo. The guy had a, t- a face tattoo of fucking Ryan Kinnell, oh, Ryan Kinnell. on his arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can, you f- can you find that picture as it I sent it to you? was on Twitter, right? No, I didn't put it on. Well, I put it in the DMs. I should put it out on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Somebody has a tattoo of fucking Ryan on their arm. It was so funny. Oh, was, my God. What was worse was me taking the picture, and hopefully I wasn't going to get bum-rushed by a bunch of it. soccer oh, hooligans. Yeah, 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 I see. Yeah. Tell me that isn't Ryan Kinnell, okay, on this guy's <laughs> arm. <laughs> yeah, because you, te- you text me went, who's this? And I went, Ryan? Ryan? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you were <laughs> I know. I was like, me and Melissa were laughing our ass off when we saw that. I'm like, I'm going to get a picture of it. So I'm like trying to zoom in without look like I'm taking a picture of this dude. <laughs> with like, the biggest phone ever, too. <laughs> I know, with the biggest phone ever. <laughs> yeah, he got a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. This is the size of my phone. Right. Do you know you made it when someone gets a tattoo of you on there? Ryan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan's made it. <laughs> He's made it. Uh, WG for $25 says, no matter how bad things get in Hollywood, I just like to remember that I was alive at the time of Guar. At, at the same time as Guar. Oh, the band? Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, James Bercy for $20. Good night, Mahler. Can I have permission to use your persona for a full-length animated movie? Normans invaded England in the 11th century. Welsh used monkey paw wish to summon eldritch creature to defend them. Long (laughs) ensues. (laughs) I am absolutely okay with that. You go right ahead. The long ensues. That's my favorite part. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Navin Johnson on the Streamlab side, two parts for fifty dollars. Fifty. I'm gonna to go then. Did I read that right? Yeah, it's a very weird. Uh, is set it a, of is words? This a, is this a haiku or something? <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna to go then. Whoa. I don't need this stuff. Uh, I'm gonna go then, probably. I don't need this stuff, and I don't need you. I don't need anything except Star Wars is the only thing I need. I don't need you or you. Just this ashtray. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, this is from The Jerk. I got it, Navin, sorry. It's Navin, Navin Johnson. How did I not get this? Uh, Sorry. No, it's my bad. I should have caught this. So, in The Jerk, there's a great scene where he's leaving, He's like, I don't need you. I don't need anything. I just need this ashtray. And he starts taking stuff. It's a great uh-huh. scene. The Jerk is a great movie. So I'm going to start again. I'm going to go then. I don't need this stuff, and I don't need you. I don't need anything except Star Wars is the only thing I need. I don't need you or you. Just this ashtray and this paddle game. The ashtray and the paddle game. That's all I need. Star Wars, this ashtray, these matches these remote controls and the paddle ball and this lamp that's all i need and that's all i need too and i don't need one other thing not one not one other except marvel i need marvel that's all i need (laughs) (laughs) the jerk naven johnson i was born a poor black child (laughs) yeah 
I'm gonna get myself a job and told I've got a job next week. She said she'd give me a blowjob. <laughs> Such a good movie, dude. Talk about a movie you couldn't make today. Oh my god. What a white guy thinking he's black. <laughs> oh Bre see why it's funny. Brent will oh yeah, you need to watch uh, put it on your list. X-ray girl. What's it called the again? Jerk. The jerk. The jerk. Okay. Steve Martin. The jerk. Uh, Brent Wolf for $20 on X. Millar posted that Jimmy Hanley's uh, JHU comic shop is closing, and we went over that. Thank you, Brent. Uh, and uh, it's sad. It's really sad. Uh, but we saw a lot of classic, like, um, you know, Mile High Comics stopped selling new comics. Now, the guy who owns that shop is a freak. But um, he stopped selling new comics. Uh, Jamie Newbold at Southern California Comics. I think he sells new, still sells new comics, but it's never been his focus. He's a back issue guy, and uh, during the pandemic, he had his best year ever, best year ever with mail order and stuff because he had a website, it was functioning, and he had great back issues. And he's one of the best graders I've ever seen. Period. Uh, Mac Fakshin for one hundred Canadian pesos. Oh, you Canadians. Standing ovation. Oh, you're never. Wait, is there, is there a Nazi here? <laughs> you're never going to hear the end of this. Canada, that, I mean, that is worse than as looking at man tits. That is going to be remembered till the end of time. Anytime a Canadian does something, standing ovation. <laughs> Dude, Babylon B was killing him. Uh, like a, a Canadian Parliament gives standing ovation to Mecca Hitler. <laughs> it's like a <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> oh my god! That was so good. Has anybody else resigned? Did you see some of the fucking cope on Twitter? Like, well, if you look at the nuance of it, uh, no, the, the nuance of the Nazi. Of the SS yeah. Nazi. Yeah, there's so much over there. Not, not just yeah. a regular Nazi. <laughs> if you look at SS. the nuance, they're a Nazi. They're yes. a fucking SS <laughs> Nazi. Not even just a regular horrible fucking not Nazi. Just a grunt. An SS Nazi. Fucking SS. <laughs> yeah. The ones so that much. wiped out the fucking other Nazis because they weren't Nazi enough for them. Yes. Good like I saw Lord. an article that Poland trying the, to the, extradite the, him now. It took out the essay. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, I, like I'm surprised that uh, the the Mossad is not fucking kidnapping him right now. Because so. <laughs> they might, they fucking might. Uh, if something, if I don't, I'm just saying, if there's an accident in the next week, <laughs> okay, Magneto will find him. <laughs> okay. That guy's probably pissed. Did he... he almost like made it. <laughs> almost. What did Carl Benjamin say? He said it's it's genuinely funny that like Canadian Parliament gave a standing ovation to probably the last living Nazi. <laughs> 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 oh God. No. Uh Matthew Faxine for 100 Canadian pesos. Talking about comics, last weekend I was watching two of my favorite movies, Road to Perdition. Ooh, good movie. Good movie. And History of Violence. Great movie. I never realized those films were based on 
graphic novels. They are. That blows my mind. And now I want to own those books and add them to my growing collection. Well, History of Violence, the art's kind of snitchy, but it's good. It's a good story. So um, I was thinking back to the mid-2000s and what a kind of a golden age that was for comic adaptations. Early 2000s, mid-2000s. We got some shitty superhero movies. We got some good ones. But then we got some, like, out-there adaptations that were fucking great, like Sin City. Sin City, book to page, is the probably the best adaptation of a comic book. It will never be matched, ever. Uh, Frank Miller was involved in the production. The style about it, everything about it is fucking great. And and you take that to Road to Perdition, History of Violence. Uh, there's other, and then you take it all the way to Dread in 2012. Dread, great, great oh. fucking movie, man. Yeah. Um, and uh, we don't have that anymore. Everything just went cinematic universe, cinematic universe. And when DC, uh, again, accidentally mm -hmm. made probably the better comic book movie of the last, you know, 10 years, the Joker. Joker. That was a complete accident. Uh, yeah, because it wasn't actually a Joker script. Mm -mm. It was a script that was repurposed. Repurposed. Yep. You had a real movie inside a comic book movie. Something, yep. something like that, right? Yep. That's okay. Well, that's fine with me. Yeah, yep. it worked. It worked. Yeah. To, the, to the point where I'm looking forward to Joker 2. <laughs> believe it or not. Could be a total fucking disaster, but I'm I'm genuinely looking forward to it. Hey, you I'm, know I'm, I'm up for some experimentation. Something that's yeah. not guaranteed to make money in a good way instead of a shit way. <laughs> yeah. It, it, yeah. If anything, it's fingers crossed going to be different. See, that's, that's mm -hmm. what was supposed to happen, and actually that's what was happening until this DEI shit infected Hollywood. Like, they were doing kind of weird stuff. I'll, I'll bring it Counterpart. Counterpart's a weird fucking show that was great, that had a great concept that could have gone for 10 seasons and been nuts, but uh, it got cut short because that's when they canceled shows when they weren't watched a lot, and these were good shows. Counterpart season one is fucking phenomenal jk simmons kills it it's one of his best performances and he's playing two parts uh nate dog for 20 dollars. glad more peeps are uh, becoming fans of one piece what's a favorite highlight from the show i'm glad they kept sanji and zeph's backstory manga accurate they changed it a bit in the anime because they thought it uh the leg thing was a bit much no keeping that leg thing and was fucking mm. unbelievable and that would have been my favorite moment, but easily it's 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 Luffy help me. Help me. Mm. Yeah, that's a pretty big good one. I'm taking the hat. Putting, putting the hat. Oh, on okay. her, it's like I'm taking you under my wing. You're part yeah. of my crew. Yeah, yeah. You, well, this is this hat's powerful. Mm -hmm. Despite you're now powerful. Despite so. the betrayal, it didn't matter. They set the scene up when Luffy said, I want to hear it from her. And that's mm -hmm. what he wanted to hear. Help me. Because he knew that's what she needed. And then Luffy, because uh, I've seen the anime scene. I've seen the clip in the anime scene. It's pretty good, too. It's a lot more brutal. She stabs herself more and screams more. But um, I think it was just the, the music makes it perfect. And then you see Luffy, like, get genuinely upset. Like, that's when he turns around. He's, like, upset, like, that they did this to my friend. That was and the first time he's been that's like, what you, I'm going to get someone. Yep. I'm going to go get well, When he says, of course I will, it, it comes across like he's pissed off that, uh, that all this has happened. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's yeah. yeah, like everything that's happened to her, he doesn't know anything about it, but he's just mad. And like this is happy mm -hmm. Luffy. You're right, Mahler. And, and the music gives it such weight. It's a it's the best scene of the year. Yeah. Best scene of the year by far. I also wanted to give props to like the fighting scenes. Um, I mean, Gary did mention this, like, and then I noticed it way more, like no shaky cam. No shaky cam. Even the people who probably didn't fight as well, whatever camera or cinematography they did made it look like they fought very well or had um, power behind certain <laughs> movement. So, so I, I love how effortlessly Sanji's used his uh, kickboxing shit. He just comes right in and is doing it without yeah. any, like, just nailing it. Um, clarity and sincerity are the two big powers of that show, as far as I'm concerned. I, yeah, I believe I believe the characters. I believe... I understand uh, them. And yeah, the in their motivations and, and who they are and... and uh, yeah, when Luffy says, of course, I sort of took a little bit from that, that he was not insulted, but he was, why would you even question it? Of course, you're because you've always been, he's, for him, they've always been the crew. They just didn't know it yet. Well, he yeah. was saying it for her. He was saying yeah, it for well, her. Like, yeah, sure, he he sure. was going to help her no matter what. He, he, she needed to ask. She, like, that, and for her, not for him. For her, she had to get to that point because she was taking the weight of the world on her shoulders. And and by the way, they really e expressed that well in the story, right? That she she took this weight of the world on her shoulders, and she's like in way over her head, like and always mm -hmm. has been, and was always going to get screwed over. And when she found that out, you know, she starts stabbing herself in the fucking arm, you know, and that like that that hand stopping her from like stabbing herself again that's so fucking it's just boom it is such a rad scene it's like no stop we got you we got you so and it's not some stupid girl boss it's an actual girl a, an actual woman who is strong by the way who tried all this shit she just got she was outnumbered she she didn't have the power to do it that's normal life right and you mm -hmm. do and it's this is the crew coming together and then that money shot that kind of matches the anime scene where you got uh, Zoro kind of sitting by his sword and uh, Sanji smoking the cigarette and the music, everything about that is yeah. perfect. perfect. And I think it's something that like really uh, I kind of want to highlight is that she's not she's strong. She's physically, but I think her mental strength and her capacity that she showed to be able to do the things that she I don't want to get into spoilers, but to do the things that she needed to do to help who she had to prior to asking for help like that was that was huge i don't think a lot of people can do that well and th there's a bunch of tells if you go back and watch it again that she's under immense pressure the entire time mm. she's mm. always looking like she's about to kind of burst into tears yeah so, she's yeah she's about to explode or yeah, yeah. you could tell that there was more yeah, I every single action anime. has a whole village behind her and like, that's that's what it's all based on yep yeah mm-hmm Great character. She's a great mm -hmm. character. Absolutely great character. Yeah. Uh, love that fucking show so much. Uh, I bought the soundtrack. I downloaded nice. it. Nice. Yeah, I've been mm. listening to it. It's fucking magnificent. And that's I the same people. That's the same people who did the music for The Witcher. <laughs> 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 <That's> <laughs> uh, well, you know what? That's the one thing I didn't have a problem with in the, is the music of The Witcher, except for the two songs for the last uh, two seasons. Uh, the, the ball. <laughs> But the uh, but the soundtrack, the OST, I got no problem with it. Mm -hmm. Everything else sucks, except for poor Henry. Poor Henry tried. 
he could not save this. Like he's not. No. Even... Hey, remember The Witcher? It just like aired like a couple of months ago, not even a couple months ago, like a month and a half ago. Completely. No. Are you no, sure that happened? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? People are watching the shit out of on YouTube. Uh, One What's Piece that? clips, One Piece behind the scenes clips, the cast reacting to that oh. stuff. The, uh, people are watching the shit out of it. Yep. It's one of those shows. One of those shows, kind of popular. You need more. Yeah. All right. Enoch Maman on the Streamlab side for $50. Oh, we did on time. Checking on time. Okay. Uh, part one. Thank you. Uh, Tom King isn't the only bad writer on the DC staff. Oh, no. We just single no. him out because he's the biggest dick. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there's there's many more. Uh, Crystal Henry, the writer of Watchmen show. Oh, yeah. Fuck. That Watchmen show is so bad. Is uh, is is Wolf's video of the Watchmen still up? I haven't checked. I'm not sure. I hope so. I, he did the best best takedown of that show if you can find he was it not happy with it yeah yeah wolf did a great takedown of that show back in the day uh jeremy slater the writer of the moon knight show which sucked uh he did the moon knight what uh king did to batman yes he did surprise no one else made that comparison yeah it's a good comparison I, and i didn't catch it myself but you're absolutely right um especially with the change of the personas Moon Knight should have been so badass. Moon Knight could have been a great character. He could have been oh, one yeah. of those characters that, like, you know, was always kind of popular in the comics, but never caught caught on. And would could have, if you did a a proper show on him, it would have leveled up the character in the books. Because uh, it's such a fucking cool character. But damn, they screwed it up. Uh, part two of Anakbaman. Uh, Anakbaman. Uh, we also have Christina Hodson, the writer of Birds of yep. Prey. Yes, and this is all in the writer's room for and, DC, by the way. And Batgirl. And Batgirl. My least favorite film of all time, the canceled Batgirl and The Flash. The woman alone yep. has cost WB over a billion dollars. They have fired Henry Cavill oh and Ben Affleck. Affleck hasn't lost WG over a billion. No, if Affleck was in that writer's room and... If Affleck directed, just directed a Batman movie, it would be better than anything I think well, uh, James Gunn produces. Birds of Prey lost about $100 million. The Flash lost somewhere in the region of... Oh, my God. That could be three, four-hundred-plus million. If we, if we know the exact budget of the film. And uh, Batgirl lost them because it was tax write-off 97 million so probably she's her projects have lost them somewhere in the region of 600 million dollars so they Oof. wb constructed a studio because they didn't have one before so uh it will be based in the uk dc studios will be based in the uk tax, tax reasons yeah. tax reasons um and they're setting money on fire, and I think that studio gets repurposed into Harry Potter within two years because uh, I think they have a far better chance if uh, they have J.K. involved and they do it accurate to the books and they remake a Harry Potter series that gets more into the books, that would be a massive hit, a massive, unbelievable hit. There's still a lot of ifs and buts with that one um, that will dwarf 
anything James Gunn is going to do with his second movie, The Authority. The Authority and jumping to the fifth fucking Robin. It makes none of his stuff makes any sense. It sounds like a guy who was into comics but never into the traditional superheroes. It sounds like a guy who really liked, uh, you know, alternative comics. Might have read some Mad Men. Might have read some uh, uh, some Max, uh, but really wasn't into your, you know, uh, bread and potato superheroes. And uh, I, I, I think the DC is DOA. I think bringing in the authority is fucking retarded. I think that's a safe bet that it's DOA. It'll <sighs> yep. claw its way out of that fate. I am legitimately. This isn't even black pill. I am legitimately struggling to see how on earth it could be a success. I know. Uh, if James Gunn and Drew Goddard were by themselves, maybe. But the rest of that writer's room he uh, Inakamon just named off spells trash. Disaster. Yes. Disaster. <laughs> when you've got a track record of nothing but failure, how you think you're going to get a success. The, the, the only thing about Christina, uh, what's her name? Hodson? Christine Hodson? Hodson. Um, is, uh, is Bumblebee was good. But um, that but that also didn't do well cinematically. Dude, Birds of Prey was such shit. Oh, he's absolutely... Yeah. My mate turned to me halfway... No, 45 minutes in when this is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. And this is a normie. It's like, yeah. It, I mean, it, it. we say the CW thing a lot, but it genuinely looked like a CW show. Like it could have fit right in with the Flash. Well, it was. Look, as 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 fan, uh, you know, as a legitimate fan, not this fucking horse shittery that we see online. Fake fans, Wikipedia fans, people that put children's toys because they don't understand that actually fucking means something to you. When you put out something like Birds of Prey, and none of the Birds of Prey look like the Birds of Fucking Prey. Who exactly are you making this film for? We're going to make Black Canary black because she's got black in her fucking name. Huntress has got nothing to do with Helena Bertinelli as the Huntress. Harley Quinn is is fucking swooning over a fucking sandwich. And she's wearing a like a balloon. Black mask isn't black mask. You know what? Just what exactly are you expecting to get out of this fucking shit? Just want to point out, David Ayer's version made about five hundred million dollars more, <laughs> so <sighs> half a billion dollars more. Huh? <clears throat> and oh, did it fail? Oh, I don't know. Maybe it failed because you know. Well, that's not his cut. It's not even. No, close. no, no. This suicide. No, oh. suicide. The first suicide squad still made money. Still made tons like, of money. Lots of money. I know. Oh. It did, yeah. We gave we gave somebody a hundred million dollars to make Birds of Prey, which is always going to be up against it to start with, because it's not a big time um, franchise, and you don't even put the fucking proper Birds of Prey. You don't have a proper Black Canary. You don't have fucking uh, a proper Huntress. You don't have a proper goddamn fucking Barbara Gordon Oracle. Oracle, yeah. You don't have... Yeah. That's what you needed for that to, to even have any chance of, of survival. 
But even if it was just Black Canary and Oracle to start with. But no, you called it Birds of Prey because you wanted to make a Harley Quinn movie because DC had been trying to repurpose Harley Quinn into something the character was never designed to be. And now we have Punchline. And Punchline is derivative Harley Quinn because they actually got rid of what the Harley Quinn should have been. So they had to replace it with another fucking character to fill that void Why didn't they just of, use, the, of the Joker's mall. Why didn't they just use Magpie? Who I think was always kind of a precursor to Harley Quinn anyway. So. She was, she was, uh, yeah, I mean, she's just unknown, really. Uh, how many times has Magpie been used? Twice? Good cover, though, for strangling Good Batman. cover, yeah. 403, 402. It's after year one. It's right after year one. But it's in the early 400s. You're right. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, oh, it's after year one. After so it might year be, one. Might be 408. Yeah. Might be 408. Um, but didn't that Magpie issue actually go into a second printing? It did. Well, it's got a, well, when I first saw Harley Quinn in the animated series, I thought it was Magpie. Right. For like a second, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, back, back when I was watching, I was like, oh, they brought back Magpie. That's cool. Oh, it's Harley Quinn. Somebody new. Uh, hi, Gary. I have a personal conspiracy theory. This is BM, by the way, for $20. Hi, Gary. I have a personal conspiracy theory that Kathleen Kennedy hired D&D &D for Star Wars with the stipulation that they ruined season seven of eight of Game of Thrones. Warner Brothers HBO is a competitor to Disney. Do you think my tinfoil needs changing? Uh, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy would ask them. I think Kathleen Kennedy hiring them led them to want to be done and rush the series out when yeah. George and HBO wanted to make 10 seasons. What I would have done is fired their ass. I'd have gone, you're gone. You're gone. This is our fucking show. And uh, have George pick somebody. Uh, as Mahler's pointed out, Ryan Kendell is legit. I mean, based on his one season, is legit good at sparsing, uh, uh, at, at at pacing, at uh, bringing in the proper book lore, and actually adding to a story that 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 allows you to add to it. And according to George, House of the Dragon, the show is the true telling of the Dance of the Dragons, because the books aren't. But, uh, yeah, uh, Mahler, you think they should have just fired him? And uh... I know that we would have <laughs> if we yeah. were in charge. They'd be <laughs> fucking out. The second that, like, when you have your regular meetings and they're going from sort of bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and excited to tell the stories and they remember the law back to front all the way over to, yeah, I mean, we're going to wrap it up soon. I don't know. we got some stuff to It's just like, oh, shit, these guys are not probably not the people you should be getting to make this show anymore. Like, it's... It's clear that they don't care. And it's so sad, too, because they clearly were like, we're moving on to bigger and better things. We want to make the next stuff. And it's like, guys, you're handling what could have been the greatest TV show of all time with the greatest ending of all time. Instead, you fumbled <sighs> it completely, and it's now famed as one of the worst. And people struggle to recommend it, even the good stuff, because it's so marred by the bad stuff. It is. Um, and th th should it maybe be a thing of like artistic crimes? <laughs> because that's one. It is. Uh, they were in over their head. They had a lot of help with a lot of good production staff who like HBO is like really good at making prestige television shows and that covered for, and, and they also had George's stuff to adapt and George was there to help them once they were on their own. They sucked. And you know, what's funny is, uh, David Benioff. No, D 
D.B. Weiss, one of the two, went to the same school as Joss Whedon. Went oh to my. school with Joss in the U.K., and apparently there's some writing teacher uh, some uh, that was that has like a clique of students that she finds the most talented that she keeps around her. And uh, Joss was part of that DB. One of the, the Dan, uh, it's either um, Dan or Dave, not sure which one. But the, and there's another writer. I can't remember his name now that, uh, that all came from the school and did really well, except uh, turns out that we're getting the, the first Dan and Dave thing uh, since Game of Thrones on Netflix. It is an adaptation of the three. It's the three world problem. Three right. body problem. Three right. body problem. Three body problem. Sorry. Three body problem. That's it. Yeah. It's an adaptation of a Chinese fantasy. We'll see how they do. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. They've had that next Netflix deal for four years and they came out with one thing. It's more than JJ. Oh. <laughs> Could you pull up that tweet real quick, X Ray Girl? I put a tweet this morning. You don't need to read the article. It's fucking collider, so it'll be garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? You just read the headline because I thought it was funny. Write that one right there. JJ Abrams isn't the savior the sci fi genre expected. Uh, um, a little late to this they party. Been? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, they've been shilling for access media. Yep. So the, these, this is the site and and the podcast and stuff that would back this guy to the hilt, like all all day long. All of a sudden, like ten years too late to the party. Garrett, Garrett mentioned that. I'm just like the party is so fucking over. Like the house has been sold and it's an Airbnb now. Like it's it's fucking it. It's pathetic that they uh, finally turned on him this late in the game. Maybe it was AI who wrote it. I don't fucking know, and I don't care. <laughs> uh, but you got you guys are right. Again, just pat yourself on the back. You deserve it. You deserve it. You were right. You took a lot of abuse for pointing out that this guy's, like, full of shit. By the way, he got his d deal canceled from Warner Brothers, and I doubt they'll pick it back up again. Uh, I highly doubt, because he produced nothing for them, and he's produced nothing. Uh, I think... I don't even think his name was on Mission Impossible anymore. Is Bad Robot part of I don't think so. Not the latter one, no. No, I don't think the last one had Bad Robot on it. Um, I think there was a rumor out there that he might want to redo Kroll. Fuck off, Jar Jar. Redo Keep telling us you have no ideas. Right? Keep telling us you have no ideas at all. We're going to remake this. We're going to repurpose that. We're going to bring this back. How about how about something new? No. No. <laughs> well, it's just <laughs> no. Uh, Lord Baratheon for forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Did you guys see that Marvel released a deleted scene from Loki season one, and it's Loki turning Thor into a frog? Oh, I've seen that. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Uh, also, thoughts on the rumors that Sam Raimi is directing Secret Wars. Sam, don't do it. <laughs> Sam, <laughs> I love you. Sam, there's any time, too many times you can make a really shit Marvel movie before people Sam, start wondering what the hell you're doing. Sam, make an Ash versus Evil Dead animated series or something. Uh, do do something. Make make it. Uh, I don't know. Just do something original. I was talking to my son about uh, Dark Man the other day. He's like, Dark Man's just the shadow, isn't it? I'm all, yeah, pretty much. It's a great movie though. 
Darkman's the shit. Uh, yeah, don't don't do it, Sam. Secret Wars is gonna be is gonna be trash. Marvel is trash. Marvel's dead. Uh, Marvel is dead. They're the, you can't be this big. You can't be as big as Disney and change on the fly. And they've got too many uh, things in motion. We they have to release Ironheart. They have to release Echo at some point. This Agatha Harkness show Ooh. is coming. Did you hear about Echo? I, I don't hear much about Echo. Uh, but um, <laughs> it's lost an episode. It, what? They lost it's it? It's now going to just be five episodes. Oh! oh my God, they maybe killed they, the whole episode. Maybe Damn. they took Daredevil out. I bet you they took Daredevil oh! out. I bet you they took Daredevil and Kingpin out. But yeah, it's down to five episodes now, I believe. And they delayed it to, to January. To so, January. Hey, mm -hmm. by the way, uh, anybody do a wellness uh, check on nerd cookies now that the strike is over? It turns out they didn't need to delay Dune 2. <laughs> it's so sad. Oh, uh, they shouldn't have fucking delayed Dune 2. It would have been done so much better during the holiday season than in April. Oh, what a fucking dumb move. What a knee-jerk move. That's Warner Brothers. Boy. Uh, they know how to shoot themselves in the head. They really do. Over and over again. Like, J.K. Rowling, please come back because we're fucking retarded. Uh, gifted, uh, Brent Wolf has gifted 10 neurotic memberships for 50. Hail. <clears throat> Guy Incognito has gifted five neurotic memberships for $25. Thank you. Diego Salazar for 200 Argentinian dollars. I'll just call him dollars. Thank you. This is as Metzen just announced he's going back to Blizzard. What do you think? Hope? PR move? I left World of Warcraft three years ago. I want to believe after this one, but dot, 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 dot. Uh, well, Metzen's he's been doing part-time stuff there, and he's going now full-time. Um, I, 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 I'm just so done with Blizzard as a company, World of Warcraft. I have no interest. I've, I've no, in, I, no interest at all. Um, I think it's more for PR and I think it's more because obviously Metzen does have a lot of goodwill with, uh, with folks there, but I think, you know, WoW's essentially lost his audience now. It's, it's done. I mean... You know, it's just got its hardcore there. You're not, you're not bringing new players on. But I think I don't think I don't. I Blizzard are a trash fucking company. Activision yeah. Blizzard trash company. Time for new stuff, like Witcher Three. Yeah, I heard the screen. Uh, the Film Actors Guild is uh, going on strike uh, for video games. That's a real bummer. I won't be able to play Witcher oh, no. Three. Oh no, 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 no. That was just a joke, by the way. No, 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 no. But no, no you you are right. But uh, there is a massive thing to quantify it. The U.S. Yes, yes. Ain't gonna stop game production anywhere else. Japan, U.K., France, also doesn't ain't gonna affect anywhere else. Just Americans shooting themselves in the foot again. American game industry. Just like the fucking TV, the writers, the writers, are they coming out strong here? No. They're coming out in diminished numbers. Yep. Big time diminished numbers. Contracts have been canceled all over the place because you you went on strike. 
and they've got themselves companies have got themselves out of so much shit because of your fucking greed and it is greed because the act the writers that we've seen and the quality of product that we've seen doesn't match up to, to anything equating what they're actually being paid because they've been paid good money was it an average of six thousand dollars a week well yeah i mean i think the average medium <laughs> writer's salary was somewhere around uh 130,000 a year huh yeah not bad doing all right doing, doing all, right. all right so well, uh yeah doing over about uh, 12 grand uh 12 yeah about three grand a week 12 grand a month yeah actors were getting uh like eight it depends but around eight thousand dollars a week while they were working while they're working and you just save it you know uh cory stiggin for two dollars is smaller do you play dead by daylight wait so again dead by daylight do i play it yeah mm. yeah yeah um i've yeah. talked about it i think on real bbc as well uh the alien dlc came out recently and playing as it is quite fun he's my favorite killer now it's uh the only thing they didn't implement was the face huggers don't see how you don't do that lay eggs let them go after people or whatever but no you just mainly have the tail whip the bite the running around the coming through walls and stuff it's fun stuff i recommend it mm. if you're into dead by daylight and like alien you know same stuff uh your favorite red crayon for 10 british pounds proper money anyway i hope the toy maker if it is him they they announced it is him like the doctor who site officially announced it was him which i was surprised about because i thought they were kind of keeping that secret is it used as a stand-in for whiny fans who just want the good old days of Tenet and Tate back, assuming he made 14-10 again and brought him to Donna? Uh, 14 is different. They've also said that 14 is, is a different doctor than 10. They brought back the face, but it's a different doctor. Not, not sure what that means. Um, uh, they, they need to really get back to the good old days. They really need to remind people why you love this show uh, before they harken on to to the shooty era which i think is going to be filled with uh, identity politics but we'll we'll see we'll see i think it's uh too little too late well i mm, they they missed a trick with the regeneration mm -hmm. uh when when and when she when she regenerated it should have actually degenerated yeah and i don't mean that disrespectfully i mean it should have degenerated she should have de gone back into Capaldi, which would have gone back into Matt Smith, which then went back into 10. That's how they should have dealt with that regeneration. You know what that helped? You know what that helped me seen reminded me of as when Clara betrays the 12th doctor by tossing the, yeah, the keys, the TARDIS keys into yeah. the volcano. <clears> yeah. <throat> yeah. There was a Luffy, Luffy sort of, yeah. Why, why, why would I? Let something as little as you betraying me, you know, oh, man. Good scene. What a guy. Uh -huh. Gary and Az, what Tolkien YouTube channels do you watch? It seems like they all shilled for Amazon's Rings of Power. Who of them didn't? Uh, Men of the West. I don't I, watch any. I, 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 I watch Gary. Cheers. <laughs> uh, Men of the West. Uh, he, he tried to give it a chance, but he was just like, nah. But he was nice about it. He, he, you know, Yoisten is a nice guy, so... Men of the West. Uh, Lynn Jones for $10. Thanks for buying the books, guys. It's paying for our trip to England. That is uh, Lynn Jones, Mrs. Kelly Jones. Kelly Jones is what? Mm -hmm. Thank you, Lynn. 
Enjoy your trip to the UK. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty cool over there. Gonna oh. get everything signed. Oh, it's pretty hot, including my dick. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> please, please have Mahler say "Ass Soaker" is a good TV show. Ass Soaker is a good TV show. Oh, we just clipped that. Well, that just got clipped. Uh oh. Hey man, I played too much of that Lies of P game. They encourage you to lie throughout the whole game. So. Uh, Beard for two dollars says only fools and tyrants say the right side of history. Yep, yep, uh, correct. It, it was nice to see you guys in London. Meet up, Gary. I wish the uh, the guy that you greeted when you were uh, in line waiting on the bus to leave. Oh, I was the guy uh, that you greeted when you were leaving, waiting on the bus to leave Stonehenge. That was such a letdown. The ice cream truck made bank. Yes, Money. it does. Basil. Yeah, I saw you. I saw you. I Yeah, that's. Oh, dude, that was fucking. I was so pissed. Mm -hmm. uh, as see you in 2025. God bless you. You're awesome. Says Basil. Five, seven, eight for two dollars. Um, it happened. Uh, Japanese demon Lord for five dollars says I'm loving your I'm Californian trying to look like a Texan. Look, Gary, <laughs> I love you. I can't take, I'm Californian. What can I say? I was born there. I'm kind of mixing it up. It's like Californian it's, Texas chic. It's like Tex-Mex, but it's Tex-Cal or whatever. Tex-Cal. It's Tex-Cal. Whatever. The mashup uh, we never expected. Uh, hey, Gary, did you watch Russell's new video about censorship and independent media uh, through TNI Trusted News Initiative? The UK minister is also part of a disinformation campaign who's connected to the military. Really disturbing, but not surprised. Uh, Crit Nature on the Streamline side for $10. Yes, um, it was coordinated event, and uh, mm -hmm. th these things come from the government, as we found out from the Twitter sale. Uh, there are three-letter agencies from our government working within these companies and telling them to rob us of uh, we have rights here we have uh we have rights including a right to free speech it's the first amendment and uh and they are actively trying to take that away from us like uh and that that i mean can't sue the government can't stop the government and now the government's doing this stuff uh right in our face because they're fucking arrogant and the only thing we can do is is hopefully vote them out if we can even trust that institution anymore and i hope that's the way it happens because that's the peaceful way you know america has been peacefully transferring power maybe sometimes a little less peacefully than others uh over the past 200 plus years but uh that is now in danger because the political class that's the elitist the political class uh does not have to obey the same rules as you and i as you and i we need to eat bugs uh, live in boxes, wear gray suits, and be happy about it, which I won't be. I said it before, and I'll say it again. You guys should watch The Fountainhead 1949. You'll see how uh, how Ayn Rand was way ahead of her time. It's about artistic integrity and, cult and cancel culture. Uh, I will watch it. I know of The Fountainhead. Thank you, Colin Rich, for $9.99. We'll get the rest watch, on. Watch The Prisoner. Watch The Prisoner. Watch yes. The Prisoner. TV series from 1967. It is so prevalent today 
as it was back then because history folks has a has a big thing about repeating itself when you don't learn the lessons of it absolutely absolutely fucking great show by the way oh Mm -hmm. all right we're gonna wrap things oh, up. I'll get the rest. I want to watch a, it with you. Get the rest on a square up. Uh, I'm gonna get back to work after this. Uh, what do I got coming up? Who do we? Oh, we got Paul Chato. Oh, it's a good week to have Paul Chato on. Uh, Paul oh, it is. Yeah, right. Strike right coming to an end. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Paul Chato will be on Friday Night Tights. I'll be good working good. on a couple videos. Just released one yesterday. Thanks for checking it out. I do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, we we've got Loki and uh, we got a sucker and Loki and yes I am doing a video on One Piece I am absolutely going to do a video on One Piece I'm going to take my time with it but it's already been a month don't care um, as what you got coming up uh, tomorrow a soak of these nuts review and maybe maybe some uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven yeah uh, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, check out my latest video. Came out yesterday. It's a good I one. I react to DSP Reacts reacting to my viral Starfield rant. But uh, <laughs> as ever, with a video like that, things are a little bit more complicated than they appear. DSP-ception. Hmm. Uh, a lot of, good, lot of good feedback from people as regards to that. A lot of people messaging me saying that it uh, it really made them laugh. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fun video. It's a fun video. So, uh, camera's on the whole that. time, huh? Oh, the camera was on the whole time. <laughs> Oops. Mahler, what do you got coming up? Uh, you know what? Soaker episodes. That's the main thing on the, the old Moolah channel. Uh, a cluster of them are going to be coming out soon because... I'm editing them at the same time as Fringy, so we're taking like different ones each. But yeah, you know, we've only up to three so far. So four, five, and six are on their way, and seven's coming out tonight. Gosh, we're so lucky, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just watch One Piece instead, or something else? Watch Buff- Alice in Borderland, dude. Buffy. Yeah. Watch Alice in Borderland. I watch Alice in Borderland. Watch some Doctor Who again. I'm going to watch. I'm weak. I have problems problems doing that. I don't know. I'm going to watch. All roads lead to the timeless children. Just like all roads lead to Jake Skywalker. Yep. I'm going to watch No One Can Save You. Is that what it's called? No One Will Save You. It's a Hulu movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Heard some good things about it. So I'm going to give that a watch over the next 24 hours. Is Uh, it red? It's red. Ooh. No, there might be, no. There's gray in it. There's gray aliens. Ew, great aliens. Oh. Based gray aliens, apparently. Apparently, gray based aliens. gray aliens. So, like, man, speaking my language right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, taxation is theft. Take us to your leader. <laughs> it's like, yes. <laughs> Take us to your place of decentralized power. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> How you talking, baby? You aliens are all right. Yeah. <laughs> My kind of aliens. <laughs> that sounds like a Leslie Nielsen type line that would be given like a scary movie thing. Yeah. <laughs> you aliens aren't so bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, may he rest in peace. R.I.P. Yeah, I know. R.I.P. Leslie. Ah, uh, Exodus. What do you got coming up? 
tonight we have Shad on Dad Cast, so that's going to be really fun on poor choices. Uh, we're going to be talking about. Um, he's been very vocal uh, recently about just uh, wanting to inspire young men and women to, you know, make good choices. Not the poor ones, but you know. Um, so that'll be 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, yeah. So oh, make good I'm... choices on poor choices. I'm a little confused. Yeah. But it's spelled P-O-U-R. It's different oh. than P-O-O-R. Yeah, yeah. A misnomer. <laughs> idiot, Gary. I, I always make poor choices. You see me at meetups. Yep. <sighs> oh, wait till you get to Wisconsin when all they do is drink. Oh, that's all uh, they do. It's going to be basically like all the British people. I am I'm scared. <laughs> yep. But I'm not <laughs> leaving the night, the, the day after. So that'll be good for Yeah, that's probably good. My sanity. All right. Going to be a hard out on this one. So bye, everybody. Be good to each bye, other. Make good choices. <laughs>